Hey, Mike. Hey, Pat. 2,000-year-old dead guys do not just get up and walk away by themselves. Well, you know what I say to that? Three words. Scary German guy. You know who to call when you have ghosts. But who do you call when you have monsters? We're the Monster Squad. What's a squad? It's like Miami Vice, I think. They're young and inexperienced. Naughty virgin! They're a bit disorganized. Monsters are not real. We don't know that, sir. 2,000-year-old dead guys do not get up and walk away by themselves! But when strange things start happening in town... There's a monster in my closet. Ooh! Look at that big, scary monster! What's happening? Go wait until the werewolf. Silver bullet? They're the only ones ready to do battle. Something's out there that's killing people! so young anymore. Happy Halloween, Mike. <laughs> this is our first uh, Halloween episode. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah, like a Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. It's a holiday holiday movie chat. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Without, I, yeah. I think this is the uh, most wonderful time of the year for films. Um, yeah, if you're a horror, horror film. or I just think in general, I think buff. this is me personally. I find horror films to be the most fun to watch. They're entertaining, I will say, but, depending on which one you're watching. Well, but that well, that's the thing, though, is that they can either they can be a bad movie, mm-hmm. but still be fun to watch because a horror movie, I think, is easy to kind of laugh at when it's bad. So, it's true. It's true. And they just see they I think horror films have a propensity to be funny, bad, funny, bad. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> funny, bad, bad, funny. I don't know how you want to put it, but yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Well. Uh, for our inaugural Halloween film for the podcast, movie chat, uh, right? Yeah, (laughs) we're going to have a movie chat about what did we choose? 1987's The Monster Squad. That's right. That's right. Childhood favorite of mine, personally. Yeah, I got a fond memories of this film as well. It's kind of like, uh, oh, we were just mentioning it's it's just, it's kind of got a goony, a goony flair to it. Yeah. With, with, uh, with monsters mixed in. Yeah, that's right. Um, we, oh, what was I going to say? We kind of thought we would go with something a little family friendly, maybe a little lighthearted. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's definitely not the hardcore scary. Obviously. Yeah. A few jump scares, but nothing that's going to like rock you. Yeah. 
you jump scares. Well, no, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think for like uh, pros like our, us, you know, you're not going to. I mean, I, I think you, between you and I, we've seen a lot of horror films and a lot of jump scares. So it, I wouldn't be reacted to it. But I mean, mm-hmm. there are some scenes where if you're brand new watching it, you're going to be like, whoa. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so like you said, this came out in 1987. We're kind of been in this territory for the uh, 80s for a while because <laughs> we keep seeing burger king <laughs> well, yeah there's that uh master universe was in 1987 right um and then we'll not talk about the one before that but the one before that the fly was in 1986 so we're sort of like in this ballpark we really are yeah and we're not taking uh anyone from the previous films to watch this this is just uh we're taking a little we're taking a you know what we we're calling it all audible here. Yeah. Yeah. Just, go, yeah. just picking a, picking a flick we want to do for Halloween. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so like I said, this is a personal childhood favorite of mine. Um, I've watched it a lot as a kid. And then I remember sort of mm, back in the late two thousands, mid to late two thousands. It was, I remember being released on DVD and it was kind of a big deal because I had not seen it mm-hmm. for a long time yeah. prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now since then, it's kind of become, uh, I may know if it would call it mainstream. It's definitely more in the, in the mainstream consciousness, I guess, of movies. It's a, cult, it's a cult classic yeah. for a lot of folks. Yeah. I think of people for our age. Yeah. Right. So, but I'm kind of the same way. Like I want to say I saw, saw it as a, youngster and then probably saw it again a few times but then i think when it came back on on the dvd i revisited and i saw it and i was like oh man this movie just has it just resonates it has a lot of you know you know i just definitely remember it as a kid and thought it was a great film and thought it was fun and entertaining and just re-watching it i still still find it it's a fast movie but it's yeah. still it's still it's still fun and uh light-hearted and has a lot of good laughs and i liked it a lot i like it a lot it's yeah, it's, it's it's a fun film, and I think um, I'm real impressed too with the creatures and the and people who played the all the kids, and the actors, everything goes really well and meshes really well. Yeah, uh, this movie stars was well, directed by Fred Decker. Uh, doesn't have a long filmography, really. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you go and look, mm-hmm. um, I I was I know after this he directs uh, what RoboCop. Three, nice. Um, which is not with Peter Weller. A good movie. Yeah, <laughs> that, it's not. That I is a terrible. I've only movie. seen the first two. Um, yeah. And then before this, it was Night of the Creeps. And yeah, Night of the Creeps so... is like a comedy, kind of a horror comedy film, kind of like this one, but a little bit more. I think it's not a it's not a family audience. I think it's more of a it's a, the rated R genre. If yeah. I recall, go to Wikipedia. American science fiction horror comedy. Wow, that is a it's a lot of categories. That's a lot of categories. Yeah, they're just trying to fit it into a box there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So those three movies: Night of the Creeps, Monster Squad, RoboCop Three. Her is his only directing credits. Okay. Has he got anything else going on? Um, some writing credits. Okay. Uh, on the Predator, the night the twenty eighteen Predator movie oh. where Shane Black directed it, which that's not a good movie either. Is this the one with um? Olivia something or other and she plays a scientist and it's kind of a little hard to believe that she's a scientist <laughs> and Keegan, Keegan, Keegan I, Keegan, Keegan who Olivia Munn 
Oh. No. Yes. Yes. And Keegan Michael Key. And Keegan Michael Key. Correct. Yeah. 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 I, I remember this film. Yeah, I wasn't too fond of that one. It's like to me. I mean, not to size up, but yeah, I wasn't too fond of that Predator. We'll we'll just leave it at that. We can do that. Maybe chat it another day. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. But not a, not a ton going on here. I think that's sort of a theme with this movie because even the actors, there's, uh, there's not. They don't really have much in the way of career after this agreed i mean especially the well i think the ch- child actors there's not a whole lot yeah um, i'm talking about the kid yeah actor, right, yeah right, but i mean actors. some of the adult actors you would say oh there's so and so and oh there's so and so you'd see him before like like stan shaw shows up here and we we saw a previous movie that we will not name stan shaw was in mm. um yeah john grease is in it um he's kind of a character actor he shows up in a lot of stuff that you would see like did uh, we watch something recently with you that he was in maybe um, I don't know why I thought we. Well, he, yeah, I think most people would know him as Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite, as his top film. Um, one thing is, I saw at the, I, I looked up the pilot in in the in this fit in this film. I can't remember his name. Is it David? Uh, what was the pilot's name? He played basically. He was he's in the, he was in the Sopranos. So I was like, where do I know this guy's face? And I looked it up, and <laughs> he's in he was in the Sopranos. He plays Richie April. Um, yeah, Andre um, Gower, who he didn't really do a whole lot. Robbie Kiger, Stephen Macht, who plays yeah, the detective. That's, he plays the dad, and I was like, he kind of reminds me of a uh, like your poor man's uh, um, Roy Scheider. Roy Scheider, yeah. yeah he right. he kind of, I mean, he t- kind of remind me of the Jaws, you know, actor. I mean, the Jaws role, like he almost played. <laughs> like he was Roy Sh- uh, Scheider in Jaws. Um, so this this movie this movie was really missing a shark in amongst the yeah because he was monsters. trying to hunt down the monsters instead of the I mean I just I feel like he was playing uh, Brody in this film. He, yeah, like, he looked like Brody and he kind of acted like Brody. Right, so. even smoked. Yeah, even smoked. smoked yeah, yeah and kind of had the hair. I mean, a little bit longer. Yeah, but he kind of looks like him. You know, yeah, so I, I can thought, see it. Yeah, I can see it. Very similar. Um. Let's talk about the monsters, though. That's what you've got: kids versus monsters. David Provo is what I was thinking of oh, okay. the pilot. Yeah, he played in Sopranos, and then just yeah, Mary Ellen Trainer. Oh, yeah, Mary Ellen Trainer. She played the mom. Yeah, she who, makes this. Who was also the mom in the Goonies? Yeah, that's I was why, like, wait that's a minute. why it's the Goonies. <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 yeah, she's the Goonies mom. So I'll go ahead and give you this hot take. I, I I find this movie a little more entertaining than the Goonies. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh, it's okay if you don't. I, I'm probably on an island. I'm not going to go on record. Right I'm not going on record there to say <laughs> that. I think uh, they're both both entertaining in their own right, but they have a lot of similarities to them. Um, but I think, uh, I think you know what it is. I've never like been like a oh I like pirates thing. Yeah. So you don't like pirates on the west coast. You don't know how a pirate got all the way over to Oregon. Right. I get, I right. Get it. I get it. I mean. That movie's got some some inconsistencies. to do yeah. when it comes to, <laughs> but this movie does. Too. Well, yeah, well, just, I mean, we could get. We'll just we say the movie, this movie we'll just, apart. We'll just say, look, it's sort of it has a Goonies feel, and Millie, uh, uh, Mary Ellen Trainer is in it as well. So there's yeah. our Goonies connection. But yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, move on. Like you're right. Um, let's talk about the creatures. Correct. Right. So yeah, uh, Decker wanted to bring in like. 
he wanted to do a reboot of the Universal Monsters, right? Mm -hmm. And he also wanted to do a reboot of the Rascals. And he's like, well, let's just mix it together. And apparently that was the most brilliant idea that made him as famous as he is. Because he, <laughs> he has nothing. I mean, no offense to the gentleman, but it seems like this is his only. This is like his biggest claim to fame, which, hey, yeah. kudos to you, sir. You brought us a very memorable movie and cult classics. So he did. And he got a uh, he brought us these really cool creatures in this film. Mm hmm. Uh, he had some help on this uh, on the story and script, though. Was Shane Black? Okay, did made it did a pass on the script. Uh, uh, Peter Hyams, who I think executive produces it. A lot of people may not know who Peter Hyams is, but he is a fine director in his own right. Um, I think what Running Scared, Time Cop. That's right, Time Cop. Uh, <laughs> End of Days. I mean, I like Running Scared and I like Time Cop. End of Days is you know kind of the story Schwarzenegger's career about that time. But um, yeah, I'm not saying these are great. Yeah. Movies. Like his career was looking at his end of days. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the rim shot? Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Okay. We need to get a, we need to get like a sound board. Or yeah. Something they kind of noises. Put in my, yeah. Make it sound. Maybe I can, maybe I can put that. So in everyone knows it was, it was a corny joke. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so he had some help. Yeah. And uh, he had some help with uh, the creatures, right? Right. Who do you bring in? Mr. Stan Winston. Okay. Yeah. Now, was, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't do, I don't know my, enough. Was Stan Winston pretty, pretty big name in the eighties? Yeah. 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 Just a bit. Yeah. Just a bit. I mean, I think that's pretty, that's pretty huge for this film that seemed to be kind of. Yeah. A small budget film. Yeah. So this film, um, is what is known as a pastiche pastiche yeah so what is a pastiche you're taking creations from something else and then you're recreating for your own work as a as an homage to the other things i thought they called that a reboot mm, well <laughs> maybe today <laughs> but what i'm saying is that like it's not parodying anything because mm -hmm. that would be making fun of the other stuff yeah so that'd be called a spoof right a spoof yeah but as a pastiche you're paying homage you're like you're you created you're using these characters and you're you're uh, a pastiche uh what what is the term sounds the, like a pastel mustache <laughs> no right you're honoring you are honoring you respecting. You, yeah. You're respecting. celebrating. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yes. Okay. So, but yeah, cause I guess you're right. He didn't recreate the universal film, the mummy. No, <laughs> Tom Cruise. Ugh. Um, he, uh, <laughs> Boris Karloff, buddy, <laughs> Boris Karloff. Well, didn't he Cruise do one? The mummy. Years? Yeah. Like but that was years way ago. later. Was that, that was not I never, good. never saw it. It wasn't good. It was like mission impossible six, the mummy. Um, so he did a pastiche, right? He took right. it. He got these characters. He got Stan Winston to create these characters, these uh, monsters, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the ones that needed. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. So we see Dracula in his film. He's like the classic Dracula, yeah. right? It's and he's a good Dracula. Yeah, he's not too bad. Duncan Rieger, Rieger, Rieger. Yeah. Who was almost? Who was almost Liam Neeson? <laughs> well, Liam Neeson was almost Dracula. Yeah, Dracula. <laughs> yeah, and Duncan said, "Step aside, young <laughs> man. Right. I have the role." Kick rocks. Which I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad because he is such a good Dracula. Yeah, you go to play Darkman or something and get out of my face. I mean, I've whenever because if if the conversation comes up, who was the best Dracula? Dracula I 
I would make a case for for this guy. Okay. Yeah. I think he's I think he's fantastic. And not Gary um Oldman? Oldman. No. No, not really. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is just this is classic. Okay. This is very classical. This is classical. But no. he's also you know, he's he's got a clear not Vincent, evilness. Not Vincent him. Price. I don't think Vincent Price played Dracula. Uh, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee did. Yeah. Okay. And he was good. I just recently watched three of the, those Christopher Lee films. Um, you know, they're 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 dated. Obviously. Are they? Okay. <laughs> they're, and they're a bit slow, but um, but yeah, Christopher Lee himself is is a good Dracula. Anyway, we're way off topic here. So yeah, Dracula just looks normal. Dracula, you would think he has the black cape and the he's got the you know the like the little medallion around it. He's got the poofy, mm-hmm. yeah. He's turns just classic Dracula. Turns into a bat. Yeah, it turns into a bat. Which is kind of a couple good scenes where it happens, which you're like, well, that's pretty nice. So um, then you got a uh, Wolfman, mm-hmm. right, played by Jonathan Grease, and he's classic. I mean, he's just I guess they call it, they give him the credit as Desperate Man. He doesn't even have a name. They just call him Desperate Man on the credits. Yeah. But he's also the Wolfman. I think Carl, a guy named Carl Tybalt, played the actual Wolfman in the in the costume. In the costume. And this this Wolfman's not actually. I think they did a pretty good job. I mean, yeah. he he like the the man. I guess the head and the body. I mean, he's just definitely built up. And I thought they did a great job of just kind of. They didn't really show a whole lot of transition in the film. Oh, um, see, I disagree actually. Because I was going to bring this up. Well, I was, I was going to say they didn't show a whole lot, but there was you know a scene you know under the. You know, when he's like in the ambulance under the thing, you, you just kind of see his arm turning there, and then, and then there's the teleboat, the telephone booth yeah. transition, which is kind of cool. Yeah, but it's not like I don't know. It's not if you've seen a lot of transitions. I mean, it's it's very. I don't know, they did it well, but it wasn't so as graphic. Or, yeah, you know, I mean, I think they were working with what they had. Yeah, especially at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I was going to say, though, is the uh, that phone booth scene. I think is phone booth. Yeah. It's like the one of the more memorable scenes. Um, you know, as much as I like the Dracula character, mm-hmm. I think the Wolfman character is even more impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and this Wolfman character is good because when he's a, when he's a guy, he has a conscience and he's like, I, I don't want to be this, but mm-hmm. then it seems like when he becomes a wolf, he's just a complete, he's a complete obedient servant to Dracula. Now, does he look really look like a wolf? It's kind of a, so, you know, most wolf mans have the long snout, you know, yeah. and the gnarly teeth. And you can tell they just kind of, this is a, you know, a mask. It kind of almost looks like a cat wolf. I don't know. It's a cat like, wolf. Huh? I don't know. You know, you tell me. His, his face is wider. You know, his eyes are okay. you know, a little wider. I don't okay. know. It's just, I don't know. It's maybe maybe uh, like a, a, some type of wolf breed that has a flatter snout. Okay. <laughs> the flat snout wolf. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's yeah. I mean, it's clear as day he's a wolf man, and he. I think they did the costume really, really well. I, yeah. I think for a lot of wolf werewolf films, you're like, man, this this comedy nailed it. You know, yeah, they did a really good job of it. So, um, usually everything's now like computer generated, anyways. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's something you got to really appreciate too, is yeah. the practical effects. Yeah, of all they made this. him made him look really good. I mean, is he does he look as I mean, he's definitely, I think, way better than the old uh, Lon Chaney. <laughs> Lon Chaney well, werewolf. I don't know. I try not to be judgmental of, of movies. Yeah, I know. You're a purist, but whatever. I uh, think, I think <laughs> it's, uh, you know, Sorry. you don't want to, you don't want to taint anything from the beginning. But I yeah, don't. I mean, you I really, <laughs> I know you don't, but you really can't. Uh, 
I mean, I guess you really can't, you know, I mean, they worked with what they had back then. I, yeah. Um, but I think for me, if you just said, Hey, obviously, obviously I feel like it, you know, it progressed. That was very progressing. It was really progressed from the Lon Chaney day to what we saw. Well, it had to yeah. because yeah. that's just the way these I don't things know. go. I liked it. I thought it was a really good look. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, again, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I, I think I like the werewolf character a lot. Yeah. Then, um, you, had, then you had the mummy, which was the just, mummy. Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I mean, yeah. it's just like he does a, like one thing. Right? You only see the mummy like two or three times throughout the film. I mean, yeah. You don't see him as much as you see most of the other characters. I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then Gilman. Yeah, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes, which yeah. I will say, I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, that is okay. a fantastic film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a little soft spot right here, right here in my heart for Gilman. Okay. Um, he doesn't do a whole lot either. You know what? In hindsight, none of them really do a ton. It kind of makes me wonder, like, yeah, why are they, like, why even there? Scary. Well, you see Wolfman more. I think Wolfman, Drac, and Frank get the most. Yes. The most scenes. Yes. And then you got Frankenstein. And Frankenstein's play monster. By, played by Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan. But they call him Frank. You know? They do. Yeah. They do. It would be kind of hard to just keep saying, all right, Frankenstein's monster. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Frankenstein's monster. Come over here. But he looks good, too. I mean, they get a really tall actor, and they, mm-hmm. they kind of give him, like, a modern-day look. But, I mean, he's clearly Frankenstein. Yeah. 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 Frankenstein's monster, excuse me. Yeah. So, Frankenstein's monster. By the way, By Frankenstein the way. was the name of the guy that made the monster. Oh, is that right? Yes. Okay, I never... I don't well, think see, that. if you didn't know that, you wouldn't get into the monster squad. <laughs> you wouldn't get into the club. Yeah, I would totally bomb that question. <laughs> now, I'm pretty sure I saw Mary Shelley's Frankenstein with Ken the Fraud on Robert De Niro, and I do recall. Or I saw, um, uh, what is it? What's the one? What's the Mel Brooks film? Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Yep, seen that one too. Or the the Boris Karloff Frankenstein. Uh, I don't think I ever saw that one. Really? Yeah, really. Did you read the book? No, I didn't read the book. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? Yeah. No, I don't. I remember being assigned in school, in high school. Oh, well, my high school didn't read me. I read stuff like Heart of Darkness and, uh, you know, um, what else? The Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to think of some other books we read. Um, (laughs) Graves of Wrath. A lot of stuff. Saw that movie. Saw some Steinbeck. I read some Steinbeck. It's a bunch of Steinbeck. But I don't recall having to read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. 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 <laughs> Isaac. Friedrich. <laughs> Ain't got nobody. Man. Nobody cares. Okay. So back, So the creatures look really, really good. I like the creatures. Yeah. Yeah, they look pretty gnarly for, uh-huh. for this 1987 comedy horror flick. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. We've got everybody, right? Anybody we've forgotten? Um, just some random cast characters, right? I guess we covered a dad is a cop, mom's there, and then a scary German guy is kind of important. And scary German guy, yeah, who's like the neighbor. So this is kind of very eighties. I think a very eighties, like uh, just. I was saying earlier, like you know, like there's a lot of eighties films where like kids just have imaginations and they see an old derelict house or an older home. Maybe they, you know, the, yeah, um, the lawn's not as clean or whatever, and they see this and they see that house. And so this scary German lives in this house that's little, you know, hasn't been well taken care of. And they just have this like um, 
imagination that he's like a scary, scary German guy. You know, yeah. he, they don't know who he is or whatever. They just see him peering from his window from time to time. Very burbs like, if you will. Remember the burbs? I love the burbs. Yeah, they just didn't know what was their neighbors were doing. Mm-hmm. They was so, this is how they, they this is how the kids from the monster squad. Well, at the time, it's just a monster club. Yeah. When it first starts off, uh, they just don't know who this kid is. I mean, who, who lives in this house. And they just, he's just, they try to avoid him as much as possible, but he's just a scary guy on the block and they know he's German somehow. I don't know how, but <laughs> they just know he's a German. Probably just heard rumors. Yeah. Scary German guy. And then did we kind of round around the, did we round the kids off? I mean, uh, there's a couple of children in there. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I got, I guess the character, the characters are Sean. And Patrick, Sean and Patrick are like the two, the two we meet the first. I guess the three mains are Sean, Patrick, and Horace, who goes, who's constantly called Fat Kid, the Fat Kid. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, Well, he is. That was the the late eighties. He's the yeah, he's the chunk, (laughs) if you will. If you want to do the Goonies thing, he's the chunk of the group. So, and, uh, so what are you saying that Sean's Patrick? Sean is like the Mikey, Mikey and Mouth. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, I guess you're right. So, yeah, Sean and Patrick is the Mikey and Mouth in that order. Do you remember Mouth's real name in the Goonies? Well, you're not a big fan of Goonies. So. No, I've seen the Goonies like a, 300 times. Okay. That's probably why I'm not as fan of it that much anymore. But Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I would say there's Rudy, who's like Clark. the Clark. You're right. It is Clark. Good job. <laughs> I'm impressed. Mr. I hate the Goonies. Um. I didn't say I hated the Goonies. I'm not a fan of pirates. Why is it that it's got to be one or the other? You're you live in the, on the extremes. Though. I'm an absolutes over here. Yeah. <laughs> only only those who are on the dark side live in extremes. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Said. So, That's someone in Star Wars. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Cool. And then you have Rudy, who's like the cool kid. He's a little bit older. So I guess that is that um. Is that um brand? Brand, yeah, 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 sort of, yeah, sort of, yeah. yeah. Brand is like not really a part of the group though. In Goonies, and then who's he, who's Data? Where's Data come in? Uh, Eugene, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and then Phoebe, is she is she uh Phoebe's nobody. Yeah, she's just the little so sister. This is totally not like Goonies at all. No, it's very similar. I mean, you have like almost four out of five characters. It's there. no, it's not um, like Goonies at all. We tell you have Phoebe, who's the little, who's Patrick's little sister, and she's she wants to be a part of the club, and they're like, no girls allowed. Yeah, and they meet and they meet it behind. Which, I guess that that is like a callback to the Little Rascals stuff. Yeah, I guess you're right. And And they meet in a clubhouse behind uh, Sean's house, which is a pretty epic clubhouse. Like it's a treehouse of like two tier, two tier Mm treehouse, and uh, over a swamp. Over yeah, like a marsh or swamp (laughs) or something. And you said earlier, I guess this was never. It was never mentioned, but it was to be filmed. It was supposed to take place in like Baton Rouge. Yeah, yeah, Louisiana. So because there are some marsh scenes in the film, you're like, where did it? Because I mean, Gilman, like, how's he going to show up? You know, but I bet in Southern California, there wasn't a whole lot of water opportunities. I mean, I guess it could have been some ponds and lakes or whatever. But but I wouldn't think like swampland or marshland marshland that yeah. we saw quite a bit of in this film yeah where a gill man was just ch- straight chilling right and, and eating twinkies so, <laughs> um, <laughs> That's right. creature stole my twinkie um <laughs> classic um so yeah i guess that's the ra- the round off of the characters uh which is kind of kind of creates the gang of the 
here's the gang of the kids and they all ride around on their BMX bikes. I mean, it's an eighties thing, right? Mm -hmm. It all around town. And I think most of us was filmed on a set because this town, the town square and the homes all looked very settish. Setty. Yeah. Setty. Set. Yeah. Setty. Set. Sets. Okay. Ready, set, go. Okay. Yep. So that's, that's who we got. Oh, we do have somebody else that I guess we kind of could mention the Van Helsing character. Oh yeah, Abraham Van Helsing. Abraham, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not like it doesn't say a whole lot of word. I mean, he just he just we just see him in the beginning and the end, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he bookends this movie. I guess. He does. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does. So it kind of ties to the uh, to the legends of the legendary. I guess this goes back to uh, Bram Stoker. Bram Stoker's. Yes. Um, as he, yeah, yeah. Van Helsing's in the Bram Stoker novel. I. Yeah, I think. Oh, so. uh, you didn't read it. Uh, did you? Uh, did no, you? of course not. But I mean, you're such I a you're such did. a you're such a book reader. I actually did read. I did. Uh, I think I got like halfway through it. <laughs> it's my. It's my. I've never read it, but it, it's from, it's it's written as if it's like as like in a letter form. Yeah. So yeah. it's my understanding. Like tons of people are authoring this, like authoring the book. Yeah. Like so, it starts off with like. Um, well, it just comes from. He's writing from different. Perspectives, perspectives yeah yes. so like some of them are from like the guy he like harker yeah and, uh, jonathan harker lucy i think yeah or something or and they're just, maybe yeah reinfeld okay yeah <laughs> maybe uh but yeah i heard it's not like it's not a stream of consciousness writing of one person right yeah yeah it's like a bunch of entries yeah yeah, yeah. which they did they just did that demeter film in what film? The meter or the the meter? The the meter. The meat. The the meter. Is what it's called? It's the uh, yeah. It's called it's called the last the last voyage of the Demeter. I thought which, it was the, the Dementor. No, it's the meter. Okay. Where like you know Dracula rides on the boat from uh, Carpathia to. Uh, is was he a scourge of mm-hmm. Carpathia? Yeah. <laughs> from uh, the Carpathian mountains. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's the meter. Look at that, guys. <laughs> Write it down. Pat yeah, was right for right. once. <laughs> Only time it'll happen. <laughs> he was right. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. This. So yeah, he's yeah. You're right. Abraham Vance. Abraham Bellhousing is, uh, you know, also in the film. And so yeah, we start that film off. The film starts off with like a you know the um, what is it? The old like uh, just like the writing. Uh-huh. telling us about like how uh oh yeah we get kind of a scroll yeah the scroll yeah it tells us how like uh, van helsing is gathering a force to stop dracula and the, the dark freedom forces. fighters that's what they say as uh, freedom fighters yeah Man, more freedom yeah, fighters life from eternia yeah yeah <laughs> gathering more of these guys together to uh take on the evil to thwart the evils of dracula and I can, it's kind of funny because at the end it says they, they blew, blew it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so you do, you see this really cool, you see some really cool scenes early on. I thought that opening scene with uh, Dracula kind of just, you know, he's the bat and then you see him, you know, you just see the hand, like the webbed hand of the bat turn into, and he kind of, he's you just see a naked arm kind of become human and then he just lands on his feet. And yeah. then we see, get the full view of Dracula and he's in his costume or whatever. But yeah, I mean, this is a pretty cool scene. You see, like coffins and hands coming out of coffins. And- yeah, it's 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 kind of scary because you know, as the whole thing progresses, you've got like the brides of vampire brides and the 
skeletons coming out of the ground out of this cathedral yeah. area of the castle because yeah. yeah so yeah van helsing's you know team is like storming it and you know, mm. just trying to create this yeah what portal portal yeah <laughs> they say he always returns from the grave but they blew him up they put his head in a blender and they mailed the rest of him back to norway but this time that didn't work. Lars is back for revenge in Groundhog Day 12. No one is safe from Lunatic Lars, even if Puxatani Phil doesn't see his shadow. We're all in it for six more weeks of terror. Groundhog Day 12, coming soon to a theater near you. Yeah, so they... Yeah, we don't know all the details. He just, like, brings a girl in and has her read some 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 book yeah to create a we, we only see dracula in this you know in the scene we just see him like take out like uh one of the brides and then yeah things are happening and the portal shows up and a lot like, of wind yeah windows blaking and shattering yeah it and, looks like, like somebody like used the cosmic key on something yes yes good 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 reference <laughs> and you're right the, the floor is breaking and like skeleton dudes are coming out of yeah. it and you know clearly uh like in the townspeople are getting sucked into the uh, portal the young girl gets sucked into the portal yeah. i felt bad i mean she was over there yeah she's, she's uh she's reading this stuff in german so okay. which is kind of important to find out later but... oh is it okay yeah, yeah. she's like ein swein no eins fine beer <laughs> i don't know i don't <laughs> speak german six sieben Acht. Okay. I'm just trying to go what I know in German. Those okay. Are, those are numbers. Yeah. I, know. I yeah. picked up on that. Yeah. And then, uh, it just seems to be chaos. Yeah. Right I'm, off the bat. Yeah. And we're, you know, like we already mentioned, um, they blow it. Yeah. So whatever they, whatever happens, there whatever they're trying to accomplish. Unsuccessful. Yeah. Um, and we don't ever really see any kind of resolution from that. We scene. don't. We, we don't. just see the portal kind of just, Sucking in everything, yeah, and then we just and 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 a little shiny thing, yeah, uh, a little glistening thing at mm -hmm. the at the altar of this cathedral of the castle, right, yeah. right, yeah, which we assume is a uh, Count Dracula's castle, so, right, yeah, yeah. I don't think they necessarily say that, but I mean, but it would make sense though if that's where he was in Castle Dracul, yeah, yeah, I guess so. So yeah, then it cuts to like present day, mm -hmm. which is 1987. 1987. Yeah, not, but yeah. you can appropriate it for whatever time you're you're in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So while we were watching it, we probably just sort of assumed it was 2023. Yeah. 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 Just with less technology. With nobody with phones in their hands. No phones. Yeah. No phones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, still, uh, still developing film. From yeah. Older looking cars. From, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From film. From cameras. <laughs> yeah. That's right. They yeah. they have to go get film developed. Yeah, film developed. Yeah, drive-in movie theaters oh, that yeah. you can see from your house. Yeah, that yeah. should still be a thing. Though. Which is weird to me because his he could see that thing clear as day from his from his house. Well, he was using binoculars, but it yeah. looked like he had a pretty good view. And I was like, it seemed like there was like a his house was like up on a hill or a mountainside from, <laughs> from that angle, you know? Yeah. But every other scene, his house is pretty flat and yes. there's a marsh in the background. There's like yes. a, a swamp and a, and the only thing between him and the swamp is the clubhouse, you know? Right. I, and any of those shots, never did I see like the top of a drive-in movie theater. No. Um, but, no, uh, there, there's some, uh, 
continuity problems in this movie. Hey, whatever, and whatever I'm we gotta do. I'm fully aware of it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yes, it's fine. one of dad like brought in Burger King. So that's right. Like, he gave well, that's burger. what you got in the yeah. 1980s. Yeah, you're like yes. It was either it was either Burger King or Mickey D's, and no Hardee's. Hardee's was a pretty big player in the 80s. I would say. I I mean I would I think so. I went to Hardee's way more than went to Burger King personally. You did? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I don't yeah. think I. In fact, I would at, say at this point in my life, I could probably count on on my hands how many times I've actually been to a Burger King. Well, I'd say Burger King had a pretty of all the when I was going to them a lot, I would say Burger King had the best fries of all the really all the three. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But this was twenty years ago, I mean, when I was a kid and going to fast food a lot. So. Twenty years ago when you were a kid? When yes. You were in your twenties. Yes. <laughs> I would say that's a kiddish age. <laughs> <laughs> childlike anyway I guess. exactly yes and i'm still growing um so <laughs> yeah we get the present day and we meet all the kids right so patrick and sean are getting like rained because apparently they want to let you know that yeah uh, the te- i guess there's a teacher kind of giving them a, a hard time because they're drawing monster yeah. drawings in class and not focusing on science science is real monsters are not um we get that um message from the teacher science is cool yeah you know and it's rad. It is rad, yeah. Um, but you need to quit drawing, you know, stuff in the drawing uh, monsters and like. But monsters. But they are, have a monster club. Yeah, but they, like, exactly. We have a monster club, so that's what we do. We put it on our walls by drawing this monster by drawing monster pictures. Yeah. And he, the teacher's like, I don't care, Sean and Patrick. Y'all need to get lost. Then we meet Horace, who's just munching on like a Snickers yeah, bar. Yeah, I don't know how we do. We were, this this whole scene, it's it's kind of a not aged well, I suppose. Maybe uh, where we meet Horace and he's immediately confronted by two bullies, bullies, but one, one played by Jason Hervey, Fred Savage's older brother. And in the wonder years. Yeah. Uh, you mean EJ. EJ. That's right. EJ. EJ and Derek. And oh, did they ever say his name? Derek? Yeah, they said Derek. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's getting called fat kid and a lot of other names that are pretty like here. Like, I mean, talk about here. They might be triggering for you if you watch them them today. Yeah. 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 But just remember, it's of this time. It's of this time. Yeah. (laughs) They might be a little bit of triggering. Uh, But yeah, I mean, yeah, they're just kind of pushing them around. But then uh, they were kind of pushing them around and Rudy shows up and (laughs) lights, lights his match with his. I don't know. He's like the Fonz of like, yeah. Yeah. So what, like what, what is there? He's 12. a middle schooler. They're 12. Yeah. Right. Yeah, is that yeah, what we're, yeah, we're told? They are 12. They're they 12. say 12 later in the film. Yeah. And they're like, he's in middle school. Yeah. So are we assuming that. And this, yeah. So wouldn't they be in middle school as well? They're all. Uh, yeah. They all seem to get to go. Seem like they go to the same school. But what I'm about to say is uh, he's smoking. <laughs> he's I guess on school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's significantly older though. Apparently, I don't yeah. know. Maybe he's a little older. I don't know, but he's wearing the leather jacket and he's got the hair gelled up, and he's got the the black shade, like the yeah. Blues Brother shades, you know. Yeah, and he's, he's like, and he's like EJ, and everybody's seems like he's thinks he's really cool. And they yeah, all respect and no one, him. Nobody You're right. To, it's no, very fond. Nobody wants to mess with this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, Whoa, right. Rudy, and he's like, hey, uh, EJ. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with my friend Horace there? And then he's oh nothing, EJ. And he's like, and I guess uh, he knocked over his, he smushed his candy bar, Snickers bar. Yeah, it was a yeah, Snickers it was bar. Snickers bar. Yeah. And uh, Rudy's like, uh, well, eat it. Yeah. 
dropped your candy bar, EJ. Yeah. <laughs> and he basically forces EJ to eat this much Snickers bar. Yeah. Which is really gross, but I thought, eh. I mean, that, it's still it's good. It's a Snickers, it man. Still it's still had that. And it looked like it still had, it was mostly in the wrapper. Anyway. Yeah, it was mostly in the wrapper, and the smush part was still, I mean, still probably had that, all that nuggety goodness. You know? I mean, yeah. I would have been like, I'd have been like, free candy bar. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to crush this thing. <laughs> Push it off a little bit and just devour it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, because of this incident, though, um, Horace is, he's like, this guy's got to be in our monster club. Yes, yes. And so they got to recruit um, Rudy. And Rudy's like, what is this monster club or yeah. whatever? And we see Phoebe uh, trying to get in there. And they're like, hey, no, the girl's allowed. Mm -hmm. Which is, Phoebe's like much younger. I would say now she's maybe four or five. I mean, five, six, seven, I don't know. Yeah. Very young. Yeah. 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 Very young in this film. And uh, no, they don't want her around, though. No. Yeah. But we also meet Eugene, who's like the youngest, which I'd say he's maybe a year or two older than. Yeah. Than Married with Children fans Phoebe. may think he looks familiar. He was, it's Michael Faustino is the actor, but David, his brother David Faustino, Faustino played Bud Bundy. Played Bud Bundy, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they have like a mascot dog named Pete, which I think is the the throw to the little rascals mm -hmm. thing, you mm -hmm. know? So he's like a beagle. Yeah. Yeah. So they're doing a little rascals homage yeah. here. Pastiche. Pastiche. Excuse me. <laughs> Pastel mustache. <laughs> and yeah. And then you just a scene where you see that they're like freaking out about the scary German dude, but yeah, they want to basically, uh, initiate Rudy into this, um, this monster club. club. Mm -hmm. Give him a test, which, he passes, but I don't know. Sort of. Kind of lame questions, really. But Yep. Meanwhile, I guess um, mom, we see mom, and mom like gives uh, Sean a book. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Van Helsing's diary. So somehow, yeah, there's a house that had an estate sale off of like All right. something <laughs> or other. So this is what I'm talking about with, with parts that don't make a ton of sense yeah mom's just in there like cleaning dishes and she's like hey i got this book for you well but like i guess where does the opening scene occur you know yes you're right so it must take place in transylvania right the opening scene from i, the I movie? guess yeah, but where... then how does the diary get to Somebody that was what I was thinking too, because like, why does Dracula? Well, I guess Dracula shows up into the United States to do his business in the states because the book and then I guess the amulet transitioned to this house in Shadowbrook on Shadowbrook Road. Yeah, but yeah, so somehow this house now houses that the book and the amulet. And the amulet, but they don't go into the backstory of how that got there. Yeah, yeah, and I got I was kind of a little confused. And this is this huge like mansion, like with the, yeah. It's it like you said, kind it's, of like, a, it's an Annabelle and yeah, just kind of a like derelict mansion. Home. Yeah, plantation uh, home out in the marshes of Baton Rouge, yeah, Louisiana. Down uh, the, down the road. But you know what? I always got a little confused with there's a scene where uh we're on a plane and he's trans they're transporting yeah. coffins. Yeah, it, it coffins and one says Bavaria Frankenstein. Like. Right. Wait, so Bavaria <laughs> is, you know, a region in Germany. Germany. Um and so But isn't Transylvania like in Turkey or in that area? No, nah, they're Romania. Romania, that's yeah. right. Sorry, yeah. But and then, you know, the pilot hears noises, goes back, and we see a bat 
and then Dracula is there. Yeah, he just shows up, man. Yeah. Now, did he come from there, or did he like get onto the plane to steal the crate because it says it's Frankenstein? I don't even know how he knew Frankenstein because he was, he was like, <laughs> don't he was like, hey, old friend. And yeah, they like, all seem they all know each when other. Did they, when did they meet? I mean, did they have like a like a monsters um, reunion a couple of years ago? Oh, or maybe maybe a like LinkedIn. A link, yeah, LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, did they have like some kind of? Uh, I guess it also make yearly soiree. I don't know. Like, uh, also, uh, because with, this is the annual monsters ball. Well, like the with the Wolfman. So it's not the same Wolfman that he's always known. He's just found a werewolf right i mean yeah did he yeah you're right i mean or did he make him a werewolf did he, did he turn him into because he also had he also had the silver the the uh s- staff or whatever that had like the silver wolf head on it mm-hmm. which he i think he used to kind of control him yeah a little bit maybe um dracula has a lot of tricks up his sleeves Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't. I don't really know. You're right. So it's from Romania. How did he get onto this? One. How did he get on this airplane? And then two. And then where are these pilots taking the this? We have no idea. <laughs> but it just happens to fly over to the same town. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he opens the the bottom, and then the coffin drops, and then it's kind of a cool scene. Dracula just sort of. That is a there, cool. That is a cool scene. And then yeah. turns into a bat, yeah. and then flies down. Yeah. So he like knocks the pilot goes back to see what's going on, and yeah, he knocks him. He knocks him down. And yeah. I was like, I got you, and he opens the like the trap door of the plane, mm-hmm. and the coffin goes down, and you think the Dracula's going to go down with it, and instead he floats there for like a hot yeah. second. And then we see the coffin splash into the water, and the bat sort of hanging out there, but. Then it's clear. I think you're really supposed to be right near the clubhouse. Yeah, because you see his, you see his cape. Because <sighs> the cape, right? Yeah, right. You see his, his cape, cape like, is uh, like a foot a away shot. Yeah, from the clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yes. and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So did it land in the same marsh that's like right beside the clubhouse? Yeah. yeah. What are the odds? Yeah. What are the odds? That is wild. We're also in the same town where the the where the, the amulet the diary and the, and diary. the amulet yeah <laughs> yes. which you have to have apparently we find out later that you have to have both of these items to yes. thwart dracula right yeah so. yes that's right but somehow his mom got it from the estate sale at yes this, yeah at this abandoned house that clearly looked abandoned yeah but it must the estate sale estate sale and why have, did she go there must have just why happened. did she go there was she no going idea. at yard sale i have that morning? no <laughs> idea i have no idea but he gets the book and he's like oh wow this is cool oh it's in german yeah oh. yeah and then they talk about who they know who can read stuff in german but meanwhile we start seeing some weird stuff happening in the town right yeah that's right yeah we get uh Dude going crazy at the police station. He's telling everybody he's a werewolf. Yeah, he gets shot by... Yeah, and he does some superhuman stuff. He starts throwing people through right. windows and walls. And, right. And, and they, then... they shoot him, but we don't see what happens. They just see them take him down with a gun. You see yeah. the guy shoot him. And uh, then um, a mummy disappears from, I guess, the... Whoa, brain. whoa, 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 whoa. 2,000-year-old dead guys just don't get up and walk away. That's right, Detective. You're absolutely right. So that's what... That's uh, actually this is a funny scene. It is a funny because scene. Because Stan Shaw, who is uh, one of the other detective, Rich. Sean's 
dad's what's what's Sean's dad's name? We need to give Day, Dale. Dale. I okay. I don't remember the last name, but his name was Dale Crenshaw. Yeah, Crenshaw. Yeah, Dale yeah. Crenshaw. So Detective Dale Crenshaw. Yeah, Crenshaw. So his partner played Brian, by Stan Shaw, who's, who's a good cop, you know. Yeah, yeah. He said that. He says like guard questions. Yeah. He's like, and you didn't hear anything. Yeah. Do you hear me now? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, did you take him? And the guy's like, no. It's like. Thought that was gonna get yeah he, <laughs> yeah he's kind of being yeah yeah he's being very sarcastic very sarcastic and yeah. antagonizing the security cop because how did a two thousand year old dead guy just get up and walk away that's right and that's what dad said oh that's what Dale says he's like he's like two thousand year old dead guys just not get up and walk away by themselves but clearly this mummy did yeah yeah because we start mummy starts walking we across. see scenes where he's like just like limping across the uh yeah. the street you know yeah he's on, he's going through the same neighborhood that he man went through like where nobody knows nobody's <laughs> in the street nobody's in nobody's in the town besides this one guy driving the ambulance uh oh yeah with a dead guy who claimed to be a werewolf that's right yeah yeah and uh this was we were talking about the transition uh-huh. like you don't see him turn into a werewolf you see the moon but you kind of see under the sheet like Something's happening, here. and the kid is driving the ambulance with like headphones on. And I was saying, I told, I told Mike, I said, like, "Well, I mean, don't want to listen to the radio. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe it's a mix. To. Maybe it's a mix because the, the really radio don't. is yeah. like all the like emergency calls. Yeah, and uh, but this is the one part where it just kind of comes out of dark, you know. So prepare yourself, and then you know, yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah, I remember as a kid thinking that yeah. was kind of scary. Out of the dark. Wolfman shows up right behind him and like attacks the ambulance driver. Like, Whoa! Right. Yeah, no. Wolfman does the most stuff. He does. Movie. He is the most active of the creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, and... he's hungry like a wolf. <laughs> Rimshot. <laughs> yep, he is hungry like a wolf. Good one, Duran Duran. That's right. Yeah. Um. So they find this things. They see these monsters like escaping, and um, I think. You know, um, Sean gets some kind of like letter from like his uh, like his mom wrote a letter down like in on in a house oh, yeah, yeah. saying like Mister Alucard from school wants to buy the book from you, mm-hmm. and he's like sitting down and he's like writing down Alucard. Yeah, and he um, immediately assumes it's an anagram. Yeah, I'm really sure why. Yeah, he goes all Robert Langdon with this, and <laughs> uh, you know, he's trying to figure out the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> and he's like, doo, 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 doo. he's like writing it all down, but it's and not it wasn't even, even a good. Anagram. It's not an anagram. It's just named backwards. backwards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anyone knows like the uh, Castlevania st- series, well, everyone knows Alucard is Dracula. Maybe that's where they got that from. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but um, who's also Dracula's son um, in the Castlevania series? Um, he realizes it's Dracula, so he's onto something. And then we see like a really funny scene where, like, as as kids, we all thought there were monsters in our closet, right? Yeah. Which I think this is kind of weird because there was a scene where we see we see like Mummy leaving the museum, but then there's also a scene where like Dracula is assembling all the creatures. Um, oh, that's right. And yeah. so like Dracula's in the marshes, marshes, and he's got. The mummy there with him. He's got the Wolfman, who's now appeared with him. He's turned and attacked. Uh, the whatever. Now he shows up with Dracula, and Dracula is like basically summons Gilman to like th- uh, get Dracula out of the marsh that's apparently right beside the bunkhouse or whatever. Which is a cool scene. They all kind of get out, and then he uses that staff you said to like oh, yeah. re- revive. Yeah, he's like lightning. He's like, let it begin. It's our time. He just he doesn't have a lot of like words. He just says like, you know. 
Dracula. Yeah, Dracula. He's just like, it's our time. Let it begin. You know, and all that yeah. stuff. And they revive him. So at that point, they're all together. But then, then I guess you see mom, the mummy in this kid's bedroom. Like after that, you know, I think it's 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 kind of fun. I don't remember which one happened first, honestly. But they're all around the same. Yeah, they're all around the same. But it's just a funny scene where like the the kid, this is Eugene. Mm -hmm. He like goes to his parents' door and he's like, "There's a monster in my closet." And then you said the dad, I guess, from like Die Hard. All right. The actor's also from Die Hard. He's also in uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and he's like, he's just really funny. He's like, "Ooh, there's a scary monster!" I'm telling you, there's no, there's no monster in your, there's no monster in your closet. Yeah. And he opens the door, but he's like facing the kid the whole time, you know. And he's like, "There's nothing." Ooh, a scary monster! <laughs> and you see the mummy in the closet, you yeah. know. Yeah. And the, and Eugene covers his eyes and freaks out, and he's like, "Now that he's like, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear anything. I'm gonna take those monster books away from you." Don't want to hear anything from you tonight again. Now go to bed. You know, and he, <laughs> he shuts the door in the mummy's face. It's just a kind of a comedic scene. Yeah. It's just funny. It plays on the, you know, kids' fears that, oh, there's a monster in my closet. When there actually was. And then you see the mummies kind of like walk out the door when the scene's over. So I just thought yeah. that was a clever scene and really funny. Plays some homage to kids saying, oh, there's a monster under my bed or there's a monster in my closet when there actually the mummy was. And so then Eugene says this to Sean. In their last internet mummy club and other monster club, and he's like, "We're now the monster squad." Yeah, <laughs> like Batman. Yeah, like Batman. Okay. Like Batman. Like Batman. So they yeah. become the monster squad because now they got to figure out something because he thinks Dracula's in town. There's some. There's. He said he heard his dad uh, talk about some guy claiming to be a werewolf, and then you know Eugene now now thinks there's a. He saw a mummy or a monster in his in his house. So it's time, man. So what are they going to do? They got to go see. Oh, now they got to figure out somebody who speaks German, right? To help read, read the book. Yeah. Because like, there's got to be some kind of clue to this. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've got to figure out what's going on in this diary, Van Helsing's diary. Um, and that's, they turn to scary German guy. Um, yeah. I don't know. This is a good, I, I like this introduction of this character. Um, you know, they're like, one of them says, how do you say, don't murder me in German? And he, cause they're freaking out about having yeah. to go, go like, um, yeah. Confront this guy. Yeah. yeah and this guy them. walks up behind them and, and he then, says it like in German. Yeah. yeah. And then it switches to your time is almost up. And he's holding a knife and he's like for pie. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is a nice scene, like where they're giving, you know, he having pie and he's reading through the diary and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and he kind of lays out the uh, basically what has to happen in order to um, stop Dracula and the his, forces of evil. Yeah, there's a balance of power. <laughs> there's a balance of power and good. And every hundred years, this amulet becomes this indestructible amulet becomes vulnerable. But a hundred years, uh, is it? Is it a mere coincidence that it's the the next night? Is yeah, exactly so, one hundred. Yeah, years? so the last time the last entry was like a hundred years ago. The following night, yeah. So tomorrow night it would be a hundred years, and at stroke of midnight, if this ambulance is vulnerable, it could make the um, evil side of the balance could really take over and um, you know mess things up basically nice. yeah, yeah. things could get sticky if you will mm. and that's what dracula's trying to do right he's trying to uh 
uh, basically take over. Um, but he says, look, man, if you can get um, basically a, a virgin to come out and read this, these lines, a young uh, virgin to read these lines um, with his amulet in their hand before it struck midnight, you can create a limbo, which you could toss these people. You could toss all the you will swallow all the forces of evil up forever. Yeah, I've got questions about this whole plan. I mean, read the whole. Thing. That's the what's well, the ceremony, right? That's I get the, it. Yeah, no, yeah. I get that. Yeah, I get that. What's your questions? Oh well, like what we saw at the at the very beginning, and then what we'll see at the very end. I feel like this vortex that opens up just sort of sucks in anything. Yeah, I agree. It swallows <laughs> anything it wants to. Yeah. Um, so, but you said why is it? But even even still, in the second in the second scene we see that it's it's very selective of what it's kind of taken in <laughs> yeah like i feel yeah, like you got to be in the right there's there's some there's a lack of consistency you're in the, when if it you're comes in the wrong to, you might be in the wrong current or whatever right you'll like, be good to go it, it, like one instance it could pick up an entire car yes but the next one it doesn't pick up a small child or like a non-bolted in bench yeah yeah right 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 yeah it could take it could almost take a dog maybe it has something to do with surface area Mm-hmm. You know, so it's got to have enough surface area for the wind to catch it, and right because that bench, lift. that bench might have enough grate in the yeah in the seating. Yeah, it's That's, just going to cut pass right through. Yeah, pass right through the car. All that wind is catching. Yeah, it's going to catch it. It's just yeah. I don't know. I don't know the science behind it or the um, if there is any science. Behind yeah, it. But maybe you have to ask uh, Seth Brundle on this one. He would be the uh, oh. He might oh. be the. He if might, only we had him here. Yeah, <laughs> he might uh, give us the uh, the I don't know his expertise on uh, the aerodynamics of. Uh, He's an expert on vortices. He's a smart guy, man. He knew how to transport human matter. You know. Yeah, uh, but he wasn't dealing with ancient amulets and. This is true. He wasn't vampires. really dealing. He wasn't dealing with magic. This is true. Right. Yeah, he was just messing with the gene pool, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Um, all right. So we must not forget the, uh, that Frankenstein has come to get the diary from the kids and as now an ally. Right. Um, so yeah, Drac tasks Frank to go. Drac. Yeah. Drac tasks Frank to go and get the book away from the kids. And he said, kill him if you have to. I, this just kind of came to me. How does Dracula know that the kid, or maybe the mom told him. Okay, never mind. I guess I can, I can figure yeah, out. Yeah, Alucard was like, hey, I want to buy this uh, book. And she's but like. But how did he know that she had it? It was probably like a record in the state sale who sold it. Okay. Yeah, they, like, yeah, the, uh. A state administrator probably had a record of all the sales because they had to go to the state. Okay, so it wasn't just like a yard sale. Yeah, it's probably they had to go to the state and say, "Hey, look, this is who we sold this item to for this much, whatever." Okay, so okay. for tax purposes, yeah, this is a total, totally legit reason. <laughs> okay. Another cool scene. Yeah, you're right. It's another cool scene. So, so Frank does become friends with the children, but how's he do it? This is a pretty cool scene. Uh, well, my Mary Shelley Frankenstein expert. <laughs> Well, he walks up on Phoebe, who is right next to the marsh. marsh yeah. Um, Throwing flowers And it's in. a scene that seems reminiscent of the scene in the original Frankenstein, where she is throwing flowers into the water, and he 
mimics that motion by throwing the girl into the water. Right. Um, fortunately, it does not happen this time. They yeah. just become friends. Yeah, they just become friends. He becomes friends with her really quickly. Fairly fast. And he's there, like you said, because Drac tasked him with this. I'm not quite Drac. sure why Dracula thinks that he is the best one for this job. Uh, he is giant. Slow. He's slow. Yeah. Very he's, strong. Very strong. He's strong, but he's yeah. not. He doesn't think well for himself. That's true. And so you're just going to send him out unsupervised. Maybe that he is. Maybe if he had, if he had assembled a team of mercenaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe if he did assemble a team. I mean, of you had a beast man already that you could. Well, I guess in the daytime. I mean, he's kind of limited. He only becomes wolfy at certain times. But I guess there were four creatures, right? So are these the same as the mercenaries? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Dracula Skeletor. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who would. Uh, so you'd say Beast Man's the wolf man? Well, of course. Okay. It seems like the easiest one. And Unless then, you want to. And Sarad. Sarad would be the Gill, Gill Man. Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Blade would then be. Uh, mummy? And then, <laughs> and then. What was it? Karg? Maybe Blade is Frankenstein. Karg is. The mummy. The mummy. Yeah. Well, the mummy didn't have a lot. The mummy couldn't even talk, man. The mummy had no. That's why. So he's not going to send the mummy, right? Because mummy has no negotiation power. <laughs> and he's incredibly slow. If someone steps on any of his, like. So he's even slower than yeah. Frankenstein. Honestly, of all the of all the um, creatures, I'm, I would prefer the mummy to be in my closet because he seems the, the, like the least harm. harm <laughs> like the least frightening, right? You would just push him over, you know, or yeah. you just step on one of his. But I would say, though, step on his like uh, his wrap and just unravel him. Yeah. For this particular mission, though, I I think that Gilman is the best option because he could swim up. He swim up right there. And like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's basically he's storming the beach. He can't talk. He doesn't have they don't have to talk. I'm just thinking, like, how would you you would want somebody who could convey like words, right? Because like he wants to get the book, and he said he don't have to, you don't have to kill him. He just said, but if you have to, you have to kill him. No, he I, goes, think he, I think he said that with the okay thinking so, that he was just going to kill him. But I mean, like, clearly it's Shauna has the book, not Phoebe. Well, yeah, they just know. I don't know. Would just Merman and grab Phoebe and then approach Sean like blah, blah, blah. like like this is him. like he's got Phoebe exactly. in his he's got Phoebe in his, as he's got as a ransom he's got Phoebe in his arms he's like blah, blah, blah. and Sean's like what I don't, what I don't he get it. It. exactly what you want? exactly he'd be like let him nail let him nail like blah, 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 blah. like what are you talking about looking to upgrade your ride without breaking the bank. Well, my friends, I invite you to Alucard's Auto World, where enhancing your ride is our eternal pride. Here at Alucard's Auto World, we offer the most frighteningly spectacular custom car services around, such as wheels, tires, exhaust, hood ornaments, window tinting, and more. So don't be afraid to sink your teeth in a little bit of our custom car services. I, Vladimir Alucard, will guarantee you won't regret it. We anxiously await your arrival. Yeah, I don't know. 
And even so, though yeah. Gilman can't talk, but mommy can't talk. Could, mommy would be like, Argh. I don't. But he's and not. And the Wolfman would just snarl, right? So none of them could convey him. Frank could at least go. He's <laughs> not. He's not asking Frank to lead negotiation. Frank could just grab her at point and go book, and they're like, Oh, oh, you want? Oh, you want Vel Vel Helsing's book? Ran Helsing's book? Okay, it's cool trade off. Be cool, man. Be cool. Put her down. Put the kid down. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what. Drax thought process, but you know what? Drax is a little freaked out right now. He's too focused on other things. He was yeah, just he's exactly. he's in the basement of this mansion trying to find the amulet with Wolf with Wolfman. You know, yes. he's doing he's doing a lot of things. He's like trying to find the amulet with Wolfman. He's got Wolfman tied up in the daytime when he becomes a human. Yeah, and then he's also dragging got, him. It looks like, and I don't know. I guess he he just like kidnaps three young women out of nowhere to make them his new wives. I guess he's like. Oh yeah, this must be a Dracula thing, right? It's this like, is, yeah, it's just like wherever you roll up, you're like, all right, I gotta find me Drac doing Drac. Gotta find me some brides. Yeah, that's so what he's uh, do. I mean, I got brides in every area code. I'm in this new area code here, <laughs> so right. let me kidnap some random yeah, a wife in every town. They look like, I guess, like school aged girls. I mean, the high schoolers, and they just like, or maybe college. They're kids. also wearing look like school uniforms. Yeah, so they went very. Like old school, traditional in this approach, I think. But yeah, they were wearing like yeah, you're right, like school. You know, did anybody report? Were there any reports of missing, missing girls? young ladies? No, yeah. it, was, it was three of them too. Yeah. And he's like, so I got. I mean, the police department was all worried about. Like, they were worried about the mummy and the crazy guy calling himself a werewolf. But uh, that was the only thing. No on, missing persons cases. No missing persons cases on these three girls from some random. Maybe it was like a private high school or something. Yeah. That's why they wore those outfits. Maybe he brought. Maybe he brought them with him. Yeah, so he's got he's got a lot of things to do, man. He's yeah. in a, he's in a different he's in a different country. You know, usually he's doing things in Romania, right? I guess. You know, I guess. And it's been a hundred years since he had to go find a brand new. He had to go find a hearse. He had to go pipe. <laughs> he's got this really. <laughs> you were very quite impressed with this hearse. Yeah, he's got this really slick hearse with like a skull on the top of yeah. it. You know, it's very like okay. If you saw it in the streets, you'd be like he's somebody. Got a, he's got a sign on the on the back of the hearse is like. Uh, Dracula's custom detailing or whatever. Yeah, I mean, somebody, <laughs> if you saw this and realized, like, dude, somebody's really into the dark arts here. This guy, you know, yeah. I mean, like, it Pipe took a, him some painstaking hours to find this hearse, you know? Yeah. You can, I mean, this is 1987. I mean, you don't have these kind of hearses just rolling up everywhere. That's you know? true. He That's had to probably true. take it to a custom shop, mm -hmm. get it painted, get all the chrome done. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a busy guy. Yeah. And then That's he had to true. find this house, you know? Yeah. You know, and he found his women. Now he's trying to find the amulet. He's trying to get the book. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to send my best man for the job to go get this book. I just, I just don't think that Frank is your best man. Because he, I think he doesn't trust where, where man, werewolf man, because he, he can go human on him. Yeah. You know? I get it. I get it. I mean, it's, it's sort of like the, 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 the least worst option, mm -hmm, maybe, mm -hmm, in, a, in a list of bad choices, really. I think overall, I still think Gilman is the best one, even if he, even if he's like, has, there's a language barrier there, but it is definitely a language barrier. I would, I would say, but uh, he is pretty imposing. Yeah, and the and he looked pretty. He looked pretty, pretty, pretty good. He looked pretty creatureish. He was pretty frightening. We're talking about Gilman. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty scary looking dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, I, I I guess Frankenstein is just easily persuaded or or i don't know he 
he become just, he all of a sudden becomes friends immediately with, became friends with him and they were kind of at first like phoebe was like he she introduces him to the the squad and they all like running high yeah we and, get we get the whole classic little kid saying curse words yeah <laughs> she's like don't be something something or other and uh, then sean the leader of the of the squad like uh goes up and he realizes that frank's all right and then pats him on the side like guys he's fine he's like frank's all right and then frank gives him a pat too and like sends him like to the face plants in the grass (laughs) i guess you all think it's pretty funny like (laughs) (laughs) oh frank is so big and funny and and you know it's it's a pretty funny scene but what comes next is the most awesomest montage of the film right it's like it's time to just wrap up a bunch of stuff and within like a rock until you drop And like a five minute montage, not even like a two and a half minute montage. We see so much stuff happen. Yeah, a lot of preparation, mm-hmm. a lot of prep work. Uh, everybody's got well, stuff to do. Rudy has a lot of prep work. Rudy does yeah. the most. Rudy does the most. They rely on yeah. Rudy a so lot. So we see the kids riding around on their BMs on their BMX bikes, but you know they got a lot to do because they know somebody's got to make business cards. Yeah. yeah they- <laughs> They know they got to take on these monsters before tomorrow night. So the next morning they get up, or this is now the day of, right? So they know they got. I kind of got a little bit lost in the time. I did too because I wasn't sure like when they revealed the night up. The night well, they before. found out the night before, so they wake yeah. up and montage happens the day of. So basically, montage. Okay, so it's all the day. Of, yeah, right? montage okay. is the day of because they got to confront these guys at the night. Too. You know what also doesn't make sense about that though is because Eugene writes a letter to the army, dear army, guys. and then they show up at the end. Yeah, how did the how did they get all that happen? Rock until you drop. Yeah, he wrote that that day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dear army guys, come yeah. help us out. Eugene. Yeah, I don't know. Sure, I don't know who he like mailed it to. Yeah, <laughs> and you're right. So the so we see the montage. The kids are riding around on their bike. The kid, uh, Sean and Patrick are basically like in school trying to just get through the day. While Rudy is in like shop class behind his shop class teacher making st- like wooden stakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's first showing his wooden. He's showing like he's like, "Hey, I'm making a jewelry box. I made a box." Yeah, and then they turn. And he's like shaving down the stakes, mm-hmm. and then and then he's like in chemistry class, like making silver bullets. Uh, I wasn't quite sure like where this. was. I thought it was still Smel- shop class. Maybe a smelting class. He's in smelting. Class. <laughs> <laughs> he's. He's like a wizard, a, a wizard of sorts, <laughs> like a, maybe a wizard of weapons, a wizard of weapons. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he stole like, um, he stole Sean's mom's silver, um, utensils and he's like yeah, melting yeah. it down into like, and he's literally in just classes, like a little making little bullets. Like, yeah, no one, no one seems to care. No one. That's right. Yeah. Silver uh, bullets. Silver because, bullet. Because what's what? the only thing that kills a werewolf? A silver bullet. That's right. We know this from our silver bullet, um, movie chat that's right yeah not firecrackers I'm yeah sorry. go back to the archives and listen to that yeah one. <laughs> firecracker to the eye only injures them that's right yeah he'll though he'll he'll back so it. permanently injures yeah. them though no not in this film i think <laughs> i think if he did a firecracker to his eye his eye would grow back within it minutes it would yeah yeah um, yeah so it was a cool montage i guess yeah yeah. yeah, so we see, but yeah, Rudy does the silver bullets. He's doing that. He steals a crossbow, like in archery. Oh, a bow, a bow and arrow. Oh, a bow, yeah, bow, yeah. yeah. He steals a bow and arrow from archery class while the teacher sizes his head. Uh, I, this school is amazing. Yeah, they've got a lot going on. Rudy's also going to uh, the Fox Photo One Hour Lab, getting some, <laughs> getting some photos. Uh, um, I guess, I guess it's developed. 
Yeah, Patrick's sister. Patrick's older sister, who clearly is, I, she's way older. I mean, yeah. she looks like she's almost college age, but I guess we're supposed to take that she's in high school. Right. And yeah. she's of the loose variety. Huh, uh-huh. Yeah. But, but she's a lot not, of boy, a lot of boyfriends. If you she's will. a virgin, though. Yeah, she is a virgin. Um, so the, as they claim. <laughs> so yeah, they get a fine. <clears throat> so after the, um, after the montage, we see, uh, uh, yeah, they're trying to, they gotta get the, uh, they gotta get the, the virgin and they, I guess they have a, like a funny scene where Patrick and Rudy is like interrogating her to find out. And she claims that she is. So they got their virgin to read the uh, book. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And while that's going on, uh, the plan is, is that Sean and Horace and Eugene and Frank are going to go to Confront. Shadowbrook Com- Roadhouse Lane. Yeah. Shadowbrook, Shadowbrook Road. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. they're going to try to extract the amulet from this house. Yeah. So they're going to go in like face track. Yeah. Yeah. There's another funny scene here because they're outside the house getting prepped and uh, Eugene's like munching on a Twinkie. Yeah. And then like <laughs> the Gilman does the Phoebe act. Like, you thought he would be really good with the Phoebe act. Yeah. Jumps out at Eugene and like freaks him out and he drops his Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> he does this like Eugene just has the perfect. He just tracks monsters first. The mummy now. The, yeah, that's right. Now the Gill Man, and then he yeah. runs over to the guys. And he's like, "Creature stole my Twinkie." <laughs> <laughs> I think we uh, there's actually kind of a, an important thing that happens right before this. Um, Wolfman does the television escapes. Yeah. Uh, right, because during the day he becomes a human. Yeah, and he escapes. And Dracula's from... trying to sedate him, right? And he has him all tied yeah. up. And this is where we see, like, you know, he has his brides or whatever. But yeah. Drax's like, hey, just take the sedation, you'll be fine. Right. But we see him as human. And he's like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And he calls, he calls Sean's dad, Detective Dale Crenshaw. Yeah, Detective Crenshaw, and warns him about that he needs to come to Shadowbrook Roadhouse or whatever, and the Dracula is, is going to kill his son. This guy, I got a little confused about like how, like why he knew to call directly to the detective Crenshaw's desk phone and then to relay all this information. But There's anyway. just a lot of off scene stuff discussions yeah. going on. Okay. We don't need to. Involve don't our, need, yeah. yeah. It probably yeah. happened during the montage. They just didn't want to cover that part. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we wanted to hear details. Yeah. We wanted to hear uh, Rocky until you drop. <laughs> Right, dance until your heart stops. Yeah, something. exactly. We wouldn't oh, do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, but uh, you're but, right. But that, yeah, and, and that scene, that really, there's a, there's a good cool transition. It's that cool telephone booth transition. Yeah, you know, where he goes. He's from. got like stuff that comes out of his mouth. Yeah, he does, and he gets kind of, and then he he breaks, breaks out, and yeah. he runs off as the as the wolf man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was a cat. I would say that you don't see a whole lot of transition scenes, but that one transition scene is. Well, it's really only one because the, the other one was under the blank, under the bloody. Yeah. Yeah. He, he breaks out that, that phone, but he, he escapes from Dracula, becomes a werewolf, breaks out of the phone booth and then goes back to the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure why he went back to the house, but I guess maybe he's just. Cause he's got to stop because now he's like under control of Drac, right? Yeah. Drac's probably got so. him, once he becomes Wolfman, his mind becomes controlled by Dracula, right? Yeah. Dracula's like, get your house, get yourself back to this house. Cause these <laughs> kids. Are, so yeah, the kids are infiltrating the house with Drac or with, with Frank. And, um, cause they want to, they want to retrieve the uh, amulet. You see like a really cool scene where Sean's like, Hey, look, 
we got to do this. I know Drax looking to get us, but the, the what we have to do is find his amulet. I'm the leader of the group. We got to make this happen. Yeah, he takes the lead. You know, he does the Mikey thing, like right, know, like one eye Willie's gold's down here, and it's my gold. We got to do this. You know, so I love the scene where they. This is where like um, like Frank gets incapacitated because like I don't know Dracula's like trying to use TNT at the bottom. <laughs> this is so bizarre. It, it seems a, a little I mean, bit overkill with, with all it's the powers a, this man has. Like he was able so, to crack in the. You know able, why he can't go in there, right? No, why? Okay, because because yeah, so he it had was cracked a wall by crucifixes. Oh, okay. The amulet was surrounded by crucifixes, crucifixes and yeah. so that I I was assuming that was the only reason he couldn't get in there. Mm. Uh, but he could break a hole in the wall. I'm not sure why he just didn't continue to do that. Maybe use Frankenstein. Couldn't he like bat fly it in there and grab it and bat fly Maybe. back out? I mean, I don't know how he carried his carry the amulet. Drag just seemed very. <laughs> he didn't seem so resourceful at times. Resourceful yeah. at times. Yeah. Why didn't he just send Drag? Why didn't he just send Wolfman in there? Yeah. One of the others. Mummy Man. Yeah. Hey. So, hey. Go get that. Yeah, I need you to go get that. Yeah, I need in, I need you to go in there. Like, I need you. He didn't have an accent. He really didn't. Not he, really. He just played. Not really. Yeah, he yeah. just he just was whatever. But yeah, he's always downstairs in the catacombs of this. Yeah, house but he's basement. trying to use dynamite. dynamite. Yeah, yeah. And when the boys walk in and Frank walks in, he sets the dynamite off, and it, like, which is kind of odd. Like, why does the plunger just? Fall, fall on itself. its own, yeah. I'm just because the guy, I, don't know. I guess Frank's feet are that he's just heavy. He's foot. got a heavy, he's a heavy, heavy, heavy steps. So a bunch of stuff falls on Frank. The boy, the boys are okay, yeah. and they're like, "Well, we got to move on without Frank." And then Wolfman shows up. Yeah. And, and uh, how do you get away from Wolfman? <laughs> you got to kick him in the nards. <laughs> and Horace, so, so like Sean's behind Wolfman, and Wolfman's in front of Horace and Eugene. He has Horace and Eugene cornered. Yeah. And Sean's telling Horace, uh, you got to kick him in the nards. Kick him, kick him in the nards. I yeah. can kick him in the nards. Yeah. He doesn't have nards. He doesn't have nards. <laughs> and he nails him. Yeah. So, Wolfman's got nards. Yeah. That's I just, guess the most famous line. The, the most famous movie. line in the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they do a doc. There's a documentary off of this movie called Wolfman Has Nars. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But this, this, this scene I really liked because it was kind of funny because they, as they run, they run away from the Wolfman. They go down like a long hallway to a doorway and they open the doorway and there's the three brides, right? Mm. And they're like, <laughs> you know, and they're like, ah, and it's like a really scary moment. They turn around, run the other way, and down the other end of the hallway, Drac appears and he's he's now advancing on them. So they can't go behind, they can't go back, they can't go front. They try to go back out the way Wolfman was, but there's Wolfman now. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a really cool scene. They have all three like these yeah. of uh, these four evil forces now, you know, advancing on them and they have nowhere to go. And then they turn around and they uh I guess I don't know, they hit the uh secret yeah, there's a statue with the door. With, yeah, hit the lever on or whatever. Which gets them into the basement to where they now can uncover the. Yeah, uh, I, I need to know who who owned this house, who built this house. Why are all these things here? Yeah, I don't know. It's a nice. It seemed like a n- nice big house, but yeah, who yeah. built this? Ra- yeah, who was it? Yeah, who, yeah. Who, who yeah. was it from Romania? We take it or Transylvania. Yeah, who were like, eh, I want to move out to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, <laughs> and build this house with this trap door yes. and this catacombs that's built and buried in um, like in a dungeon or whatever. Yeah, you know when you also said that apparently it's a state cell happened. Oh, there's a dungeon too. Yeah, yeah, there was a dungeon because he had Frank locked yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't know why he did that. He's he's like old friend. 
I don't like, know. Hey, old friend, I'm going to lock you back up. Yeah, <laughs> no. so bizarre. It's like he didn't really trust There are a lot him. of rats in this movie, It's like he too. didn't really trust him in the first place. So, like, let me just go send my least trusted ally to yeah. send to go get these, this book. Also, Frankenstein was never, like, like I know he's called a monster, but uh, he wasn't, like, a malicious creature. No, he's thing. very benevolent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. get it. But yeah, this house is very bizarre. And you know what? There was still furniture and stuff in there. Was the state cell still going on? I mean, <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, like I would expect this to be completely empty if the yeah. if this estate cell. And then happened. who's actually doing? Like, whose estate is it? And like, where are the where's the money going? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's going back to Dracula. Maybe, maybe you think Dracula. Where do you get that awesome hearse, man? Oh, well, you know, he could probably just kill whoever to get the hearse, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, just flew in as a bat and. Yeah, got what he wanted and came back and drove off with his hearse. Was the sale going on after Dracula had moved in? I have no idea. It's just interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's just there's a lot of stuff in that house still. Yeah, for it to be in a state sale. That's true. Yeah, <clears throat> but they get down. But Sean gets down. And he finds the amulet, right? Yeah, and it's like this, just like this gleaming. It's like oh. <laughs> And I think uh, Drac tries to attack him again here. He does it. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah, he attacks him. But Horace comes to his rescue because he carries pizza. around. He just carries the pizza jacket. around in like some tin foil. Yeah, and he unwraps it and he like smashes against Drac's yeah, face, and Drac's face starts like melting. Yeah, and it goes steaming. with the garlic. Yeah. yeah. And that was classic, you know. Yeah, it, it was good. Garlic, it was, it was garlic fun. to the face was a really, really yeah. cool way to stop Dracula. Yeah. Um, they somehow get out of the house. Yeah. We don't really know how this happens. I don't really recall what happens there. Yeah. Suddenly but, they, they make it all the way out to the road and scary German guy pulls up mm -hmm. um, with. Yeah. So he's since picked up Rudy and Patrick and Patrick's sister yeah, and Phoebe. I don't remember her sister, the sister's name. Was it Lisa? Maybe, no. Um, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, he's like, we got to get back. Oh, this is where, <laughs> this is where, like, where we should. They're talking about like, where should we do the uh, reading or whatever? <laughs> and uh, the old man's like, uh, the old scary German guy's like, well, there's an old church on the town square. Yeah. Like, I guess there's only one church. Yeah, that's right. there's only one church we could go to in the whole place. He's like, where's that really old church on town square? Yeah, and then they're like, good. You know, they're like, yeah, yeah monsters, monsters hate religious <laughs> stuff. Monsters really hate religious <laughs> stuff. I'm like, what? So they, uh, they, they drive off and we see, um, so yeah, so like the dad's racing to the house. Well, don't forget about the mummy. Yeah. The mummy jump gets them because. Yeah, he, the mummy tries his only attempt to be scary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. As the car is going by, it grabs the car to yeah. try to climb up there. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's not really the only. It's the most activity we get out of this. Mummy. Out of the mummy. Yeah, and it's like the class. This is almost like slapstick comedy right here because Rudy uses a bow and arrow stake, mm -hmm. and or just maybe this. It's and just arrow. the arrow. Yeah, yeah. both an arrow, and he catches his like, um, wrap or mm -hmm. whatever, and hits it to a tree. Right. Yeah, and he gets unraveled just, as the cars go. <laughs> basically, as the car goes down, he, yeah. and this is like a, a open, like Jeep or Land Rover or something. Yeah, old, it's kind of a cool vehicle. Old school. Vehicle. I'd like to know what this is. I want to say it was like the old, look like an old Jeep or maybe it was old Land Cruiser, but it was all open. It was like convertible. It was mm. no top to it. And um, 
yeah, they uh, he's hanging off to the back, but once Rudy hits him with, once Rudy like nails the air to the tree, he just as the car gets further away, it just unravels, and we see the demise of the mummy. He was pretty easy. Yeah, you're talking about like the slapstick thing, though. Yeah, it's like he gets his like look at the camera. He's like, like Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, Ruh, Ruh. Yeah. he's like, I can't get the book now. So, in the meanwhile, Dad's rushing to. I think Dad and his Stan Shaw's character is rushing to Shadowbrook. Yeah, yeah, I pointed out that it was. They they kind of mess up the words there. They didn't like do multiple takes because they're going to ever. They've been saying Shadowbrook this whole time, and then the partner says Shadowbrick. Yeah, suddenly, but they're like they just went with it. And they're like, ah, eh, we're not gonna. We're, yeah, we only have so much tape here. We yes. can't. We have <laughs> <laughs> well, so much film. We can't really waste it much anymore. Anymore on there. So, mm. but they yeah they ra- they're racing to the town square. Yeah. Um, they get to this though. Um church that's supposedly an old church but it looks pretty new no it's the oldest church in town man. <laughs> it's the oldest church in town yeah. but it looks very new yeah clearly still in it looked very contemporary lights were on on the inside yeah, very contemporary um, and that's what i think too i was like i would assume the way they're talking that they would perform the ceremony in the church kinda oh yeah like, kind of yeah, like they, they made it sound like that that was the requirement yeah because even the beginning yeah because on the grounds of the church because even the beginning of the film they're doing it in this cathedral of the castle so uh-huh. I thought that they would do something very similar. They, they'd go into like the, you know, the the church and perform this uh, ceremony of reading the uh, Van Helsing's book in German uh, by the Virgin with the amulet. Yeah. Um, so with see you later, Band Aid breath. Yeah, that's what that's they stupid. say. That's what they say. The mummy. Um, poor Rudy got the, that line. <laughs> yeah. So while they're all getting set up and. Uh, Lisa is supposed to be reading the ma- the spell, I guess, which we would call it the incantation or whatever. Yeah. Um, we got the brides, the, the vampire brides are walking down the street. You forget about Dracula though. He goes like on a ramp. He goes on. This oh. really, he goes on this really weird rampage. Oh, that's right. He, yeah. well, he shows up at the Crenshaw's house. Yeah, he's just like on a rampage. He's like, yeah. he's like, let me just go ahead and show my vengeance. Yeah. He blows up. He just blows up the clubhouse. He blows up the clubhouse. He gives the one. And he's like, meeting adjourned. (laughs) And then, and then the cops show up. Dad and his partner shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say this is kind of a traumatic. This is like the one thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he like gets out, like the dad gets out of the car and is like, stop where you are. And he like, he's like, nah. And he's like, Throws the throws a dynamite at the car, mm-hmm. and Stan Stan Shaw just blows up. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, just no, I, he didn't try to get out of the car, but he, yeah, he just blows up. He's like, wow, that's that was a serious that scene was right there. Very abrupt. <laughs> yeah, you know, we see him die. Yeah, because I, I even said it's like did he just get blown up, blown up right there. <laughs> but this was, I thought was supposedly was, a child's film. A yeah, movie, but. I know, but. That scene, you don't see him blow up. You see a car blow up, and just the same. He's, he was still in the car. But Dale Crenshaw, Detective Crenshaw, just unloads his revolver at Dracula, and nothing. Yeah, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Yeah, and he just. Then you kind of. This is a kind of a cool scene. The you, you see him like staring at 
the Crenshaw and the move, this scene kind of pan the film, the, I guess the view kind of pans to the mom. She opens the front door and then you see the shadow of yeah. them turn into the bat and fly away. I thought right. that was kind of cool. It's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That a cool scene um, yeah. for this film to show another transition of him becoming the bat and then he flies away. Right. But then, yeah, now we're back at the town square where all the, the gang is the squad. Yeah. Is their their squad now. Yeah. And they got the, uh, they got the scary German guy reading with, uh, t- uh, Lisa. Lisa. Yeah. Um, Phoebe's just chilling in the car. She's not very good at German. But yeah, yeah. No, she can't do any, she can't do it. Patrick's right beside them. Uh, Sean is somewhere. He's around. He's around. Yeah. And then, yeah, now we see the brides kind of advancing on them in the middle of the street out of nowhere. They just show up. Right. Know? And they're just kind of eerily walking towards, them and Rudy's like, I got this. Yeah. Yeah. Rudy, Rudy, uh, takes it, takes the fight to them. Uh, while this is going on, we see kind of a view of the bat. Yeah. On. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of a cartoonish yeah. scene of the town. Uh, and then we find out that Sean's dad's an excellent shot. My man is a, <laughs> my man is a marksman. He's shooting from a moving marksman. car, a bat in midair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Driving the car with a handheld revolver. Yeah. Nailed the bat. Yeah. <laughs> and we see that he hits the bat while it's flying in the town square and it goes, it goes into a window of like a, like a sporting goods store yeah. at this top window, the sporting goods store. Yeah. yeah. Not Oshman's, but it's not like Oshman's sporting goods. It's sport Mart. Sport, sport Mart. Sport Mart that's sporting right. goods. That's right. Yeah. And I, that's when I made a comment. I was like, okay, so bullets don't hurt him when he's Dracula form, but I guess it hurts him when he's bat form. And you said he must have some kind of concentration. Yeah. I would assume so. I he would think just, so. Especially as a bat. He was just kind of looking at him. Yeah. As a bat, maybe yeah. he's more vulnerable as, Kind of yeah. like the amulet, it's vulnerable after midnight. Uh, I don't know, maybe, but I don't. when you're in bat form, I guess he just doesn't anticipate getting shot. By maybe bullets. see, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, who does he know that's that good of a shot? I mean, <laughs> he clearly doesn't know Detective Dale Crenshaw because that man <laughs> nailed him, you yeah. know. And so he knows what's up, yeah. and yeah, because he does. He goes upstairs. He like breaks into the um this top uh, i guess it's like this top story of this and more more of like a storage area yeah. the sporting store yeah and he he encounters them and there's a yeah. scene of him see like, now this is a cool thing too because the dracula is sort of like in mid transition yeah right there he's like his face of the dracula but his body is still like bat looking yeah and he's got a blood he's got shot bullet wound he's like yeah. suffering yeah so he's like, nailed you, sucker. Yeah. And, and he's got a he's got a stick of dynamite. He's gonna take care of this dude once and for all. Blow, I mean, what is with the dynamite in this town? Is it just <laughs> like I just have to mention this? Like, is it just on every corner store? Because Maybe. it seems like everyone has like yeah, Dracula had it under the under the house, and then he had it again, like he's blown up. How did how did how did Detective Crenshaw get one? I mean, he just I don't know. Maybe he's of, maybe he's been looking for amulets himself. He's like, he, yeah, maybe <laughs> he's like perfect time. He's like, you know what? Maybe he just got it, and he's like, this is perfect time to use it. So maybe I don't know. Yeah. It's just a lot of dynamite towards the end of this film. Yeah, just like is it that? I don't know. They did actually. They used dynamite. I don't know if you remember, but they used dynamite at the beginning of the film too, uh, during the storming of Dracula's castle. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. They did it okay. to get through like the gates. Okay, like, yeah, a, lot, yeah, a of lot of dynamite. Then. A lot of dynamite in the film. This is another '80s thing. I feel yeah. like. I feel like there's a lot of just tropes with people using dynamite to blow stuff up. Mm. You know, because it was just like always. Oh, you guys stick a dynamite. Cool, we can blow things up. <laughs> but yeah, he's about to take him on. He lights it. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
But what happens? Wolfman. Wolfman Wolf, shows up. Wolfman's like, I'm not nah, sure bro. where Wolfman was. It's like he was hiding out. Up he was. There. Pro- he was probably. Yeah, he was probably reeling from getting kicked in the nards. Right. So he had to like shake that off. Yeah. And then he had to run, basically, probably. Yeah, I guess so. He had to run from Shutterbrook Drive all the way to the town square. Uh-huh. But he's a wolf, man. He's a yeah. But I'm just saying he's a like, wolf. He man. was upstairs. He was in this this attic space. I didn't see him come probably up the stairs le- because... Probably leapt through the window and just didn't see it. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Probably scaled, but... scaled the window, crawled in. Yeah. Well, uh, he ta- he he attacks Sean's dad, Detective Crenshaw. Kind of get Crenshaw gets thrown around. Yeah, this uh, is funny thing because he's like knocking him around. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like Gary Busey and Silver <laughs> Bullet. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely like struggling with this guy. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not slashing, though. That's what I love about No, this. he doesn't slash. That's what I like about this wolf man. He's very just, you know. Yeah, he's using, like, brute strength. But yeah, he's like, stuff. yeah, wrestling. He's, he's a wrestler. Yeah, he's, he's not he's not slicing you up and yeah. dicing you up <clears throat> like maybe uh, Silver Bullet would do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fortunately, Sean shows up, distracts the wolf man long enough for his dad to stick the dynamite in his pants and shove him out the window. And he explodes <laughs> in midair. Explodes. That is a fantastic scene. <laughs> it is a cool scene. You just see it go. <laughs> and you're like, all right, Wolfman exploded. Uh, yeah. And, you're like, and, you're, um, and you, I mean, I mean, any casual viewer and would think, oh, okay, he's done. Yeah. Uh, but what did we learn early in the movie? So like one way to kill a Wolfman. Hey there, sports enthusiasts. This here Larry Tiber, owner of your local sports mart. Ask you to come on down and check out the latest, greatest sports gear we have to offer now. Also, be sure to take advantage of our door-busting two-day sale. A guaranteed to offer you explosive savings now. But don't wait. This exclusive sale ends by full moon tomorrow night. So go and pull yourself together and come down to the sports mart. We're right here located on Town Square across from the very old church. Look forward to seeing you now. So since you can't kill a werewolf with dynamite, I uh, I really enjoy this scene though, where we have the parts of the werewolf moving. Yeah, it's very Terminator Two ish. Kind of. Yeah, when, kind uh, of. Yeah, when um the T one thousand is that what we want to call it? Metal alloy, poly alloy. Yeah. The T one thousand. Remember when he shat? He mm-hmm. freezes him and he shatters, and you're like, oh, he's done with, right? Yeah. And he's in the they're in the uh, what is it? The, the factory smelt smelting, smelting factory. Plant. Yeah, yeah. And he starts to heat up, and he starts you start seeing the puddles come back together. Yeah, this is, kind of reminds me of that scene. Kind of, but this is before that. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. probably took that scene from the scene. Yeah, there was. Yeah, they did. Um, but yeah, then you see like all the pieces. He's like, <laughs> you see him like move. Yeah, yeah, you see his leg move. You see his his torso is like half blown off and he's like crawling and it just, yeah. it's all <laughs> yeah and then we just see a shadow of the silhouette or the shadow of uh, oh, he howls a lot in this yeah movie. he comes there's back howl- yeah there's a lot, a lot of howling. howling this is a cool I like this wolfman yeah this I'm is a good wolfman yeah. this is a good wolfman so this movie I'm determined it's got two of the best uh, classic characters uh, versions of those classic characters wolfman and Dracula I do like they're, they're this Dracula realizing it doesn't plan well um, and doesn't like think about ahead of time. Yeah, he's stuff. not he's not quite the mastermind you want him to be. Yeah. He's kind of vulnerable in his uh thought processes. But uh yeah. 
Okay. A good Dracula, good good werewolf. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's good. So yeah, you see him come back together, and then he's he's back on the prowl. Meanwhile, we realize that uh, uh, Lisa's completed the enchantment, and not, there is no limbo portal. No. And Patrick's like frustrated. He says something very funny, like, we just went through some serious stuff. You know, where's the limbo? You know. <laughs> and uh the scary German guy's like, Are you sure she is a virgin? Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, What's that? Well, Steve doesn't count. <laughs> Steve doesn't count. Yeah, I was like, Poor Steve. <laughs> Poor Steve. Got the sh- yeah. <laughs> so they got they realize they have to go with Phoebe, who's in the car. Yeah. And yeah. Eugene's like, Is she a virgin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a virgin. Yeah. Eugene. And so they get they get Phoebe on the enchantment detail and she's so cute she's just reading it with with oliver yeah all of her might meanwhile um wolfman's now back on the prowl and he's taking out cops left and right just, right. just like body slamming them and mm-hmm. throwing them side to side yeah rudy's like i gotta i gotta do something here yeah. so he happens to have silver bullets from when he made him in smelting class he had one silver bullet anyway yeah he had one silver bullet and he he he's able to um Dispatch Wolfman by shooting him with a silver bullet. Bang. Yep. And then he, John Grease's character gets up and goes, thank you. And just kills over. It's yeah. Pretty. pretty yeah. Epic. It's, it's nice. Yeah. I like it. It's a nice uh, demise of Wolfman. Uh, and then Gilman pops, pops out Gil- of the sewer. Gilman just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. 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 He must have swam yeah. his way over. Because there was no like body of water near his town square. No. So no. he had to come to the no. sewer. This was a very, style. this is a very like Hill Valley town square it was seen very you know oh, it's very settish thought it was uh okay. yeah maybe a little more open but very okay. like just like a lot of rows of buildings beside each other and then the, like the town square and then the church or whatever yeah so. the burger king one hour of fox photo fox labs. photo yeah sport yeah. mart yeah like a newspaper store with comics and stuff where ej and Derek were hiding from Mermaid, is that what that was from gilman i thought it was like a diner but it looked like a, it was like a newspaper, like a magazine store, or oh, okay. a comic book store, oh, okay, yeah. or maybe a, like yeah, like a a bookstore, oh, okay, a pre Amazon, if you yeah, will. yeah, because they're hiding in there. Horace has got a shotgun mm-hmm. being backed up. They won't let him in, and Merman's uh, like just gun Gilman or Gilman, yeah, Gilman is just like tracking them down, <laughs> mm-hmm. probably saying, "Give me the book." <laughs> You <laughs> can't tell him. Oh, the book's over there with those guys. So if you want to just go, <laughs> yeah. So he's chasing them down, and Horace, yeah, just finally just really chase, but yeah, yeah, like stalking him. Down. Yeah, I mean, he's just sort of like coming out, slowly moving, slowly, slowly moving, backing up, yeah, up trying to get into the door. And yeah. EJ and Derek, the bullies, aren't going to let him in, and yeah, and so then he has to, uh, he has to. Save himself, and he blows Gilman away with the shotgun. Um, what does he say? Well, the e- EJ and Derek come out, and it's like, whoa, something like, nice nice job, fat kid, or something. And, and he's he, like, the name is Horace. He's like, my name is Horace. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's sort of like Rambo-ish type music. <laughs> hey, yeah. And so we have the demise of Wolfman. Mummy got him raveled. Yeah, so let's see. We've got, yeah, like I said, Wolfman, uh, Mummy, Gilman. They're all taken Dispatched, yeah. Yeah, so that only leaves Frank and Dracula. Frank and Dracula. Right. Now, Dracula is on the rampage. Right. right. And Frank is a good, 
he's he's on the good guys side yeah. now. So. so all we have left is Drac. Yeah, Dracula. And Drac is now whole. Looks like he's recovered from his bullet wound. Right. And now he's like Raiden. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You pointed out more electricity, more eighties electricity anger. Yeah, yeah. But I liked it. It was it yeah. Was, it gave him much. Uh, much scarier. Yeah, he's episodes. serious now. Yeah, so he's uh, uh he's approaching Phoebe. Phoebe yeah, and, and they're trying to like, get guy. through this, the 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 whatever enchantment enchantment. Yeah. Um, and he shoots like a weird beam of energy at scary German guy. Mm-hmm. It was that was kind of out of nowhere, really. Yeah. Um, and then he picks up Phoebe by the the chin or whatever. And he says something really mean to her. Very mean. And does like the the traditional like. Can you see the fangs? Yeah. And I, I said to you that I'd always read that the actress was did not know he was going to do this. So, her, so when she screams, it's like a genuine Her reaction fear. was weird. Yeah. yeah. It was real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it is quite scary. Yeah. I mean, it's quite scary. You you're watching bad. this. You're yeah. like, oh, my goodness. You feel this bad for girl. this little girl. Yeah. yeah she's, she's so she's just so cute and innocent and yeah. sweet trying to read and try to trying to do her best to to stop all this, um, you know, evil. And uh, Drek kind of has her cornered and has has her at his, you know, she's at his, I guess, mercy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know? Who comes rescue? Good old Frank, man. Yeah, Frank. Frank just grabs Dracula by the neck. Yeah. And the back, yeah. And it is basically one arm swings him over, like, on top of a... Mine were, mine were out in the street in front of, like, the church. We're not in the church. We're just outside of the street. Mm-hmm. He slings him and Drac, like, lands on a, like, a stake. Yeah, he gets... Of the gate. He gets impaled. Impaled, correct. Like... Drag the impaler. Oh yes, Drag the impaler. Yeah, he gets impaled on like just like a rod on her fence. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Vlad, Vlad mm-hmm. the impaler. Yeah, yeah. And so this gives Phoebe and Scary German Guy time more, to finish. And it's minutes. actually a very cute scene it because is. he's she's holding Frank's hand, all right, and looking up at Frank, and she's able to muster the courage to right. finish. It's a good scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then German guy throws the amulet. Yeah. Portal opens. Yeah, he like, open. he like baseball throws that thing. Like he yeah. just chucks it. Yeah. And like wherever it lands in the sky, it portal opens. And now it's just like vor- vortex. Yeah. Just random things are getting sucked into yeah. this thing. Right. Yeah. Inexplicably, certain things, like you said, though, maybe it's more of like a you get into like the current, you get into a riptide of some sort. Whatever. But yeah, some things get picked up, some things don't. Some uh, random cops get picked up. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of innocent people. Yeah. Just, um, again, this place is very much like the town and Masters of the Universe. Not a lot of townsfolk. Yeah. So, there are not a lot of people. That, there was like a restaurant scene called, you know, uh, where we saw some people in that restaurant. But, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, but uh, outside of that, not a lot of folks. Um, but yeah, so the vortex is taking people in and. Taking the uh, dead bodies of the uh, brides, I guess, which I only saw two get dispatched. I guess the third one, like, just got. Yeah, I think we they switch scenes to the to the Dracula and Wolfman, Wolfman and stuff. Is, yeah, yeah, upstairs. Yeah, with uh, Sean and Sean's dad. Yeah, uh, but everybody's there's a funny scene. You see Pete the dog kind of start floating in the air. Uh, wow. Well, oh guess, like, yeah, Eugene's, Eugene's holding him by holding the tail. Up, yeah, holding him by the tail, which is kind oh. of funny. so you can see the the power of this vortex. 
we think uh, Drax gonna go, but up, uh, you know, one last, one last stand. Yeah, grab Sean. He's uh-huh. gonna. I guess take him with him yeah. into the vortex. Yeah, but then someone's not not Drag this time. Someone else saves Sean from Drag. Oh, Van Helsing, like Abraham Van Helsing from a hundred years ago. Yeah, not Hugh Jackman. No, 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 <laughs> not. Oh yeah, Van Helsing or uh, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, <clears throat> he Mel uh, Brooks. <laughs> Dracula dead and loving it. Yes. Look at me, Renfield, I'm drinking wine and eating chicken. <laughs> Love that film. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so it's really funny. <laughs> it's a great so movie. Ben Helsing is like, you know, choke holding Drac, and he gives, he gives like, yeah, Sean give the, the thumbs gives up. the camera the thumbs up. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, because Van Helsing was the original Monster Squad. Yeah, movie. it was the international, like, hey. Yeah. What's up? And so then uh, I guess the vortex ends. Oh no! I guess then oh, we we'll see this another, the sad part where, sad um, part where yeah, like Phoebe doesn't want Dra- uh, Frank, Frank to go. Yeah, Frank yeah. can't go, but he has to. He's a yeah. uh, he's a bad guy. I have to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she throws him uh, scraps, her scraps, little her stuffed, stuffed animal. animal. Yeah, and he takes it. and He's like, bye, Phoebe. And I will say the uh, of all the awesome um, visual effects of this film with the uh, changing into bad and all the creature looks, the vortex is the least uh, visual effect that's most appealing. It's <laughs> it's pretty just yeah. your cheese effects. I mean, it's just the vortex and things like, you know, it just looks like it's projecting onto it, like going into it. But, you know, whatever it's it serves the purpose of the film. You know, it was yeah. it, I mean, if you're like. If you're going to be there and like with a staunch eye of visual effects, you probably I would say that's probably the least. Well, I mean, it's similar to what we were saying about the Wolfman, then Lon Chaney. I mean, you just got to appreciate it for the time that it's made. And, you know, yeah, you can't pass judgment on it because they couldn't do something that they could probably do. Probably do now, different, different now. Yeah, I mean, really, if you did it now, would I personally? I would still think, oh, well, that looks cheesy. It's clearly just. CGI or computer, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, well, you know, I often see portals in real life. So you know, <laughs> you know, when I'm comparing, when I'm comparing film fiction portals to my real life portals, I'm like, there's no way. You, you know, know, but you know how hard it really didn't. They really didn't capture it is the to essence. capture <laughs> one in the re- in real life. You have to time it just right. You got to time it just right. Yeah. So you know, but when you see a real one in real life, you know, you're always just like, well. That portal on the film just doesn't really capture the essence <laughs> of this real life portal that I'm constantly seeing capturing at real times. All right, fine. Right, right. Well, anyway, portal closes. Everybody's safe. Army shows Army up. Army rolls in because they're like, "Who's Eugene? <laughs> Who's Eugene? What's going on around here? <laughs> Who are you guys?" Yeah, you get what? like a, and get get the the the, the good yeah. old what in the Sam Hill? You yeah, he, this actor. I don't even know the actor is. He's like a Dabney Coleman ripoff. He looks way too old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. He's got the army <laughs> helmet on. They roll up in a tank too. Like I know. I know. Like we said earlier, Eugene wrote this letter that afternoon. That's a crayon written letter too. It, <laughs> it was wasn't crayon, like yeah. it wasn't like a very official letter. No. It said like, "Hey, army guys! Yeah, hey, army guys, come, come help out! Yeah, monsters. doesn't even, doesn't even say the town or anything. It's yeah, just, and come. just signs it Eugene. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but it was enough to get these army guys out, and then Sean hands them the old business card yeah. that he made during the montage. That's right. Yeah, 
we're the Monster Squad. And then we get the classic like Monster Monster Squad rap with the credits. <laughs> the classic one. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's just like very eighties, right? Like, yeah, do the Bartman, and now we're getting the. Uh, the Monster I'm kind of surprised they. Uh, they commissioned a song to be written for this movie. Yeah, I mean, they were. And it was a, quite the rap, you know? Yeah. It's like, we are the Monster Squad, you know? Yeah, I, w- I wonder, you know, the movie wasn't like a financial success. Like They could have saved some money by not paying for this song. To be written. Probably could, yeah. You're right. So it, it wasn't a financial <clears throat> success. I think it was uh, a bomb. But... Well, I, don't, I think, I don't know if it's necessarily a bomb, but... um. I don't know. It just said it got mixed reviews. Mixed reviews. Yeah, well, okay, I won't go as hard as saying a bomb, but yeah, I guess in the in 1987 it wasn't like blown up the theaters. Yeah. I think it's though I think in it's gotten like retrospective. Yeah, it's amazing how many films now. it's amazing how many films have that retrospect like appreciation yeah. and, and uh cult classic. I now. mean, I only I, I kind of think that like Maybe reviewers are like, oh, everybody likes it now. I guess we got to like give it a better review or something. Right. But, well, I've always liked this film. So it wasn't, my mind hasn't changed. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Of course, this movie came out when I was six years old. So, of course, I loved it because it was about kids fighting. Yeah. Fighting monsters, you know, and then going back and watching again, you still, you still find it entertaining and it's fun. Yeah. There's a lot of inconsistencies, which we pointed out and made some mention of. But I mean, it's still, you don't really kind of harp on that. You just you like the idea of these kids getting together, banding together, and taking on monsters. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun film. It's just fun, mm-hmm. you know. And it has comedy, <clears throat> and I think, and then again, I think visually it's pretty cool. I think the creatures were all done really, really well. And I mean, it's enough to have some small, scary, scary parts, but nothing to say like, oh, it can't. A family can't watch it. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this isn't. You know, while we're watching it for our Halloween slash horror movie, you know, episode. Yeah, it's still it's still tame enough that where kids can watch it, I would say. And they're not going to get too freaked out by it. Yep. And it got, I guess. Yeah, it's a good film and it garners a lot of nostalgia. So, yeah, I liked I liked the Monster Squad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Is that the Monster Squad? I think that is. That is the Monster Squad. Pretty quick film, so you know it's kind of hits you pretty quickly and moves really fast. And yeah, that's how it covers it. I mean, I, I definitely. Would I get mean, they, if they they could have filled in some gaps, maybe, and made it a little bit longer. But <laughs> it's my understanding too. I don't know. I think they cut the film. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, they wanted to get it as close as to like they wanted to make it a short film. So I think they cut a lot of. I mean, if I read the backstory, they cut about twenty. 20 minutes out of the film to, I think they could have added 20 minutes back into it and been fine with it. Yeah, I think so too. Like whatever they cut out, I'm, I, I'd be curious to figure out what they did cut out. Um, maybe it was the backstory of who bought that home. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who bought the home and was able to transfer the amulet and the book. Um, because apparently the book didn't get sucked into the vortex. Right. from the first time. And mm, the first time, Mm-hmm. Well, the first time she was reading off of like a scroll. Oh, it was a scroll. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. And that did. But then I guess he wrote it in his diary. His diary that before? 
Right? I'm just, yeah, I'm surprised that it just never made it to a museum. And then I guess in Limbo, there's really, I mean, there's, this... they don't age or whatever. They're like, in, I guess it's a purgatory. Yeah, because he was, he looked just the same. And apparently, you can um, get back to the portal. Yeah, you know when the portal shows up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. Or is Limbo like minutes? Like he just got sucked in, and then like kind of like you know Back to the Future, like when like when you know, Einie went through and came back. It was like instantaneous for him, uh-huh. but he came back to the, came to the future in a minute ahead. Yeah. Is that the portal? Like, is it just instantaneous? Like he got sucked up and he's like, ah, crap. And then he's like, Oh, it's back open. But now it's a hundred years. Okay. Kind of like flight so of the navigator. And realize it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or the time, time is not a construct mm-hmm. in the, in limbo. Time is but a window. Death is but a doorway. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be back. I'll we, be back. <laughs> That's, that's that's twice now. It's two that's, films in a row. We've we've quoted Vigo to the Carpathian. All right. Uh, kind of think dry. of this as, as this is like a preview. We clearly want to do a film. <laughs> <laughs> clearly want to review a film. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's I don't. Uh, that'd be interesting of what the portal science is. The portal science. <laughs> and it's two films we've done portals with too, right? Because there's a portal in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's uh, right. So, um, kind of a big fan of that. There's a, a lot of a lot of a lot of similarities or a little similar similar stuff that happened in the eighties. Like you got the electric electrical bad guy, the bad guy with some uh, electricity, uh-huh. and then you got the portal, some portal action. You know, I'm not sure why Dracula had the electricity thing. I think they just did that to kind of make him look more like, okay, now he's serious. Yeah. 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 He's kind of, so. he's kind of been, I mean, he just got, to, I mean, just think about it prior to this, he got shot by a shot by a marksman. And then before that he got taken out by some garlic on a slice of pizza. I mean, that's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. The slice of pizza part is pretty embarrassing. <laughs> now you're turning into a bat after you just look like a complete, BA in front of everybody when he sh- tried to shoot you and you're like, nah, it doesn't, doesn't do anything to me, you yeah. know? And then you're flying around and he nails you from yeah. like hundred yards away while driving a car. I mean, I don't know how far it was, but he was quite some, he was quite far away. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty embarrassing. And he sees you in a very, and then he sees you in a very embarrassing moment. You're like half bat, half man, like <laughs> laying there with bullets. So he's probably pretty embarrassed. He's like, look, I gotta, I gotta get myself together. I gotta look more formidable. Yeah, you know, I got to really show out. So he's like, "Guess what, guys? I have electricity." <laughs> okay. What other? What other? No. What? We'll, we'll what? Just go with that. What other version of Dracula have you ever seen him have electricity? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why it didn't really make a ton of sense. It didn't. But, if you're trying to be true, to but me, I do understand though. If it's simply just for the the intimidation factor. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. If you're trying to, yeah. I mean, I don't think Universal ever gave him electricity. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Bram Stoker didn't definitely. Yeah. What about Dracula 2000 when Gerard Butler? Played oh, him? I just watched that not long ago. Um, no electricity. No. no electricity. No. Okay. And then Gary Oldman when he was, I don't even think they had electricity. Okay. Yeah. They probably didn't know what that was. I mean, it was like lightning. Lightning. But I, but I don't know. Yeah. Very electrical. Very. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, but, All right. but yeah, that is uh, Monster Squad. The Monster Squad. The Monster Squad. We are the Monster Squad. 
right. Well, thanks, everybody. Happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. Thank you for listening. Everybody be safe out there. Yeah, be safe. And enjoy. Who can stop that deadly might? Who will stand up?